If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Horror Hangout. Pod- <laughs> Sorry. Let's try again. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where three bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor with a K, and I'm joined by my regular co hosts, Mr. Andy Conduit Turner. Hello. And Mr. Uh, it's Mr. Ben Errington. <laughs> oh, God. Ben Errington. <laughs> it's Mr. Ben Dorrington. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's me again. Hello. Hey. How the devil are you guys? Good week? Yeah. Productive week? Uh, I think oh. pretty productive. Do you sunshine. say no, you uh, managed to fall over, Ben? Yeah, I fell over today. Twisted me old foot into a... your neighbour and everything. Well, not quite in front of my neighbour. My neighbour merely appeared after that act <laughs> of fall had happened in the immediate aftermath, which tends to happen to me a lot. I've never got a moment to gonna catch my breath just lying about, prone i'll tell you about that time when i winded myself in an empty i was in an empty room and then as soon as i winded myself somebody walked in and asked me a question oh what time are you leaving in a minute that's what they said and i went yeah, in a minute yeah, yeah that's right what i tried to asking? do was i tried to, i tried to give a punch bag like a sweet chin music, super kick. <laughs> but there was a, a yoga mat just below it. So my standing leg completely slipped on the yoga mat from under me and I landed right like stomach first onto the ground. Knocked oh, all the air out of me. And then somebody opened the door and said, Ben, are you leaving now? And I was like, <laughs> I could so this, this this neighbor. Like the godfather, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> So this neighbor an offer, can't refuse. Yeah. You uh you tripped up and then your neighbor somehow immediately if it it seems like he tripped you up and then helped yeah. you back up almost to gain some curry some faith yeah. from you. He gaslit me. Yeah. He made me Gas- think you that... got right gaslit then. 
I got right gas littered. It's like you got to be careful, uh, Ben, because you're always falling over. Remember, you should mm. um, probably give me that bike. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right, probably not safe. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. I was on he a bike. That yoga mat. <laughs> he was <laughs> disguised himself as a yoga man. I was walking the dog. Dog didn't care though. Dogs don't, do they? When you fall, uh, I just think you're playing. Oh, look, you're on here. You're down here where I live. All right. I think it. I think it would take. I think Dennis would start eating my face if I was on the ground for like a couple of minutes. He'd be like, "Right, that's it. You're it now. Uh, that's what I say. He's getting eaten. Oh God. <laughs> is everybody? I'm blaming. It, we've got a bit of sunshine in the in the UK. Is everybody enjoying that? Yeah, it's been lovely, hasn't it? Has it though? I mean, it's the sun's out, but it's um, it's a little bit chilly. It's a little bit chilly and frosty, and also the sun around here looks like it's dying. I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but it looks like it's like at fifty percent capacity. What planet like are you on? Uh, Jupiter. What, what <laughs> uh, that's your issue. Is there like a a, a a dust cloud surrounding Nottingham right now? Maybe dust cloud. Um, yeah, I think it's just, I think it's just like a fog. It's been very it's foggy like around here. Local power station owner put like a big sort of sun blotting out yeah. device, like a big uh, metal. Nottingham, device. Nottingham's yeah. under the dome, isn't it? Yeah, that's what's happened. We're under the dome. Bloody hell! We'll come, we'll come get you out. Yeah, we'll come get you out. First COVID, you in there. now dome. Now sun <laughs> First COVID, now dome. <laughs> Bloody hell! Whatever next? Who can believe it? Whatever next, exactly. There we go. Uh, but here we are to talk about a brand spanking new film. Can you can you believe it? Another reason to go to the cinema, take a little trip out. Speaking yeah. of the age of things, I've got some horror news for you that's kind of related. Ages of things. Resident Evil is now really, really old. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Like the oldest thing. When, when did it come out? Like 20, 25 years Original ago. 26 years ago. And then I think for some ago. reason, even though it's less years, it makes it really even worse that the remake to a, Resident e- to a Resident Evil 1 for the GameCube, that is 20 years old. How can it's that kind be of, true? That's so GameCube weird. only came out five years ago. How is this possible? But like, <laughs> that's like when people say the dinosaurs are closer to... We're closer to living nearer to Cleopatra than the dinosaurs I don't know whatever way that's the most amazing to think about that's what the fact is yeah but it's like I don't understand how it was 26 years since the original and then it's six years after that to the remake and it's been 20 years since that that's doesn't seem like the right way around yeah surely it should no. be six years ago since the remake yeah it's crazy that the remake came out like six years after the original that's like this this game's been doing all right but it's been out for six years get it remade yeah, I guess the te- I guess the, I guess the technology allowed that. I, I guess mean, it, it was looks... just because the jumps in generations were were more significant then between like PS One and then like GameCube. Whereas, yeah, I guess if you remade Resident Evil One now, it would be VR. roughly the same, except Chris Redfield would look more like Tom Holland. I guess in the they'd redo his face. <laughs> Tom Holland. Yeah, they'd have slightly shinier eyes. Maybe who knows? Yeah, he'd be. Yeah. Really young, 17, 15, 12. Ageless. Ageless. I think uh, I saw another anniversary. Blade turned 20 years old. I think it might be today. Um, Is that not the... I think it might be the sequel. I think it might be Blade 2. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that does make more sense, doesn't it? Blade 2, 2002. Yep, you're correct. 
You're correct. I stand corrected, said the man in the orthopedic shoes. Very good. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Oh, Blade 2. And just as we're on just as we're on the precipice of another well, Blade's on his way back, isn't he? Um, 20 years on. Yeah. And we're on the precipice Family friendly. of Dr. <laughs> Dr. Michael Mobius. The the um, new Marvel yeah. Legends we're all dead excited for. I've seen I've seen that that trailer or a variant of that trailer for Morbius more yeah. times than I've seen uh, my own knackers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they really are trying to hammer home that it's like related to Marvel in some way, aren't they? It like is every... a Marvel film. Is I know a lot of you don't like the guy that's in it, but please. <laughs> yeah, because I yeah. think there's a clip where they, where he goes, they go, "Who are you?" and he goes. I am Venom. And he goes, actually, just get it on Michael Morbius. And it's like, oh, shut up. Don't go yeah. Sean in that in there. Venom wasn't good. And then, the uh, <laughs> oh, well, that, spoiler alert, I guess, for the trailer. The Vulture was in the trailer for that I, that I saw last. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, then, and it even I, in the trailer says, the latest new Marvel legend connected to Marvel films. You all love Marvel. This is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bloody hell. Um, I love that. The I'll, problem is, I like the it. character of I like the character of Morbius. I like yeah. his I like his leather jacket from the animated series and in, in being Sucky a vampire. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I like the link that it might get to to Blade. Apparently, I didn't know this until like this week or whatever. I think it was on another podcast that apparently there is a Michael Morbius cameo in one of the Blade films that was cut. Really? It was meant to be in there, and then they didn't. No way. They didn't do it in the end. Who was playing him? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't think it was an actor. It was just like a, Jared Leto again. Just like a, just like some extra, like in a bit with him. Like, who's that over there? Far, you can't make out who it is. It's far off. But who's is that, that a vampire yeah. man? It's Morbius, isn't it? Oh, he's yeah, a living vampire. Like... Um, mm. Yeah, I, I like the character, but yeah, I'm gonna living I'm gonna vampire. That's what Morbius is. He's a, a living vampire. He's Blade, not a dead vampire. Blades. He's still alive. Blades a daywalker, isn't he? Just, but then all vampires are alive technically, aren't they? I mean, I guess their heart's not... They're, they're unalive. They're unalive, and they're all technically dead, but you know. But Michael Morbius isn't... He hasn't, at least in some of these things, he hasn't got, like... He wasn't bitten by, like, a Dracula. He's got a... A radioactive um, Dracula. Yeah, he's got, Dracula. A, he's got a science disease that's given Dracula. Dracula powers. Thanks for that segue. Uh, because <laughs> also, also, horror news, there's a picture of Nicolas Cage as Dracula on the New Orleans set of the movie Renfield. Um, have you guys seen this? I think no. it, only came, it only came out today. Um, he's in a, well, it's like a velour, a red velour suit um, with a I big that's just him medallion. That's Tesco. That's just what he wears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, he's positive. He's, he's, he's pale. He's got black hair and he's definitely got fangs as well. It looks very Christopher Lee. Very Christopher Lee. Yeah, um, I'd be up yeah. for a Nicolas Cage Dracula. Yeah, I mean, he already did a oh, kiss of the vampire, tears of the vampire, something of the vampire. Yeah, 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 he did that. But I don't he's think done he's it. a real vampire. He's been it? there, he's done it. I remember. No, <laughs> was he a real vampire? He, he was a method actor, he got bitten, became a vampire, and uh, he's been living as one ever since. That wouldn't surprise me if that piece of news came. The living out. vampire, Nicolas Cage, he's bloody livid. Uh, livid vampire. I'm so angry. <laughs> oh, the sun's out again. <laughs> Fucking hell. Every day. At least they're in Nottingham where it's dying. Get yourself to Nottingham. <laughs> you can live there. Uh, yeah. 
other news is a new trailer today, a full trailer for the movie Men, directed by Alex Garland, um, who directed Ex Machina and Annihilation. We saw like a teaser trailer a little while ago, didn't we? Um, yeah. Which was very, very ominous. But now we get like plot stuff and interesting stuff. And it looks like, so it stars um, Jesse Buckley and Rory Kinnear playing every other male character in this movie. Who knows what that means? Uh, does it mean all men are the same? Does it yeah. mean all men, all men are Rory Kinnear? Deep well, down. Is, is it really is it really him playing all of them? I thought I was just going mad and saying cast a load of really similar looking blokes for this movie. Yeah, because there's like a little Rory there's Kinnear. a little there's a little kid with Rory Kinnear's face. Rory Kinnear oh, is in James Bond. He's is in Black Mirror as the he's Prime Minister. He bloody has sex with a pig, doesn't he? Which definitely didn't ever happen in real life or anything close to that. Um, Rory yeah, Kinnear so... didn't. I don't, think he, I don't think he did. Oh, you mean the real president? Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're talking about the real president here. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, the real uh, Prime Minister, David Cameron, allegedly didn't he get sucked off by it you can't get sucked <laughs> off by a dead pig yeah come on now everyone let's you not besmirch the former come on prime now minister. come it was on a now dead pig Undead come, pig. come on pig come on okay, pig. he did he did that came on the pig that's one of those things where you're like if that happened <laughs> it would just happen in front of you it would be like the second that guy becomes prime minister this is coming out not years after he's been prime minister that news is going to leak immediately do you remember that time he put his dick in a pig's a dead pig's mouth. Do you remember that? No, that doesn't sound believable. That, that, sound like that, that, that sounds like this made up, and then the rest of the world, when you just wait for what the next few years has got in store, this is going to seem absolutely yeah. normal. That was the beginning <laughs> of the of the madness. Uh, yeah, so now we've got a film called Men. Um, like after the initial trailer and the title was revealed, I was like, I have absolutely no idea what it was going to be, and I didn't kind of think that they've called it a shape-shifting new horror movie in like promotion so i don't know but she even though every man in the trailer is roy kinnear jesse buckley's character doesn't seem to be like you're the same bloke it's you again. he's got he's got he's got, got different again. haircuts she probably just thinks if she went oh you but men look the same she'd go oh really showing you president prejudice are you she's the all kind of person. not all hashtag not all men is what they'll say <laughs> she falls for the clark kent putting on this putting on it taking off his glasses I got a bit. Yeah. You Clark Kent was here just now. Where were you? Well, I'm Superman. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. I'm Rory yeah. Kinnear. Oh. I'm Ro- I'm Rory <laughs> Kinnear, but I've moved my hair this way now instead of that way. Oh yeah, I fell for that. I mean, um, just just to be very clear, everyone listening, that we at Horror Hangout appreciate that lots of men are different. Um, there's as this trailer shows, there's church men, there's posh men, there's pub men. <laughs> All, all kinds of men. It takes there's a, whole a kid. There's, there's young men. There's a kid with Roy Kinnear's face in this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up for this though. It looks weird. I haven't seen that trailer before. I had it. Must, it sounds different to the one they had at the uh, at the cinema. Did you have it at the cinema? Yeah, we had one at the cinema. Just the tunnel one. Yeah, it was. It was Jesse Buckley making a noise. Oh yeah. So it wasn't the Roy Kinnear is everywhere. No, no. no. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds interested great. to see. Uh, Interesting to see what what comes of this. Yeah. It comes out on May the twentieth, so I'm sure we'll cover it on t- podcast. Yeah. Three men covering a film called Men. Oh Cliche. dear me! Or what? we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to see if we can get a woman or two to come and join us. That one just so it's yeah. not too much men. 
Well, Lucy, who joined us for the Orphan episode, she's been all over this movie on Twitter, so mm. fire a little invite. Yeah, see if Lucy's around, see if she wants to come and talk about some men. Talk about some men. Just when you think men, men couldn't get any blooming worse, right? Sometimes some of them might be a ghost. We'll find all out. All of us, all of us should have like a Rory Kinnear face, <laughs> uh, face mask on. <laughs> see, see, if, see if they put a filter out to make you look like him. I wonder if you could buy one anywhere eBay, Roy Kinnear face mask. No one has ever Googled that in the history of the world. <laughs> so we can get, we've got a couple of, time, a couple of weeks. They we can make a filter. Let's do it. Luke, you probably do that. Yeah. Give it a go. Yeah. Why not? Give it a go. We'll go through his back catalogue and we'll get his, get his voices down so we can all be yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, the, only, the only random piece of news I saw is Ben Stiller is in talks to play Jack Torrance in The Shining Stage. Um, that adaptation. I can see that. I mean, it's if you disgust. see, you seen uh, Mystery Men. He plays. Mystery Men. Oh, he, yeah. plays, he plays uh, an angry man, doesn't he? Like Captain Rage or something. Yeah. And he starts. Yeah, he has like a stress ball. Can you imagine Jack Torrance with a stress ball? Mm. And he loses the stress ball, and that's what sends him over the edge. Yeah, it could yeah. work. I actually think Ben Stiller is great. Generally, um, mm. I saw him do an impression of uh, John McClane. Die hard, no spawn. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Maybe he just I, uh, he'll play the whole thing as Zoolander. Yeah. Yeah. Like him as uh, the that security guard at the School museum. School for ants. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, that's good. <laughs> I play security guard at the museum. I mean, that's as that's as straight as Ben Stiller has ever played it, right? He's just a just yeah, a dude. He's just so put upon. Dick Van Dyke's there, tap dancing about the place. He's pretty straight guy in Cable. Well, I don't. Is he directed Cable Guy? He's not in Cable Guy, is he? Is he? Who's the main guy in Cable Guy? It's Jim oh. Carrey, you're thinking of there? <laughs> That's not Jim Carrey. <laughs> Who is the guy in Cable is it, Guy? Um, Inspector Gadget. It's uh, what's his name? Inspector Matthew Broderick. Gadget. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. Inspector, Gadget, Inspector as we, Gadget, as we know him. <laughs> hey, Inspector Gadget. Uh, Matthew Broderick. Oh. Yeah. Great guys, Nick Tatopoulos himself. Yeah, the only the only other piece of news I've got, I guess, is podcast. Let's just talk about this as podcast related. I got a message this week uh, on Facebook um, regarding our recent discussions for uh, horror hangout bonus ode Claxon. So Taj Easton, who a listener of the show, sent us hey, a Taj. little <laughs> hey hey man, sent us a lovely little audio clip which he's put together for a horror hangout bonus o klaxon it's kind of like a bonus o klaxon also like i don't know some sort of intro to madness some sort of descent into into madness some sweet dance mix yeah <laughs> sweet dance mix uh so shall i play it and then we can yeah. discuss please, please do okay. okay here we go we were thinking about making an official bonus o klaxon all three of us like wail like a banshee and then we mix them all together it's mr ben errington with an e that's me. That's my thing too, Dave. That's my thing too. I write the thing too and sing the thing too. That's my thing too. You let me go on for that <laughs> long. <laughs> like a buffoon. That's my food tune. I know, you sound like uh, 
like a, an evil guy's right hand goon. That's my theme tune. That's my theme tune. <laughs> That's my bloody theme tune. I don't remember saying that. I don't know if it was in a really no, recent episode. What is that not. from? I don't know. I don't like the last few seconds of it where it feels like I'm just talking over you. You're you're delivering some real serious great content, and I'm just going. No, 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 no. God damn it! If I do that, please feel free to shut me up. Thank you, Taj. That was very fun. Um, we might use that in some instance. We do. We do. We. I think we do need to just work out a klaxon of all three of our voices together, um, mixed that we can use for bonus saves. Uh, that. So, uh, Skype, uh, Zoom kind of cuts you off when you do that. Uh, have you noticed that? If you, it, oh, does it? It noise cancels, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just goes, that's a fucking out. Turn <laughs> off. Yeah, that's a big old scream. Stop that. No one wants that. Jesus. So when, you, when you're in a Zoom meeting, you can't just go, boring, boring, boring. <laughs> I, think I think you can do that. But there's like gaps in it. If it's like one long thing. If you chant boring, that's fine. But if you were to be murdered while on a Zoom call, it makes sure that your colleagues aren't disturbed. Yeah, it puts you on mute. <laughs> But you're on mute. It goes, come on, guys, tone it down. Yeah, that's fun. Send that was very good, by the way. I enjoyed that. Yeah, thank you, Taj. And then, yeah, that's send in your claxons and weird mixes of things we don't remember saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, what I did like was us saying our names. That was quite handy. I feel like we should use that instead of actually needing to say our names, give ourselves a bit of a break. Get it on the yeah. soundboard. Yeah. We need a little soundboard. Sa- That'd be cool. Let's get a signboard going, because yeah. uh, let's do it. Um, what could what what could we have on the signboard? Oh, that you well, you saying that. that's my you saying you, you you saying that you saying what we're gonna have on the soundboard? Me saying maybe B like minus. <laughs> Luke's, Luke's MP minus Luke's MP minus think... me saying people are poorly. All you need, and no, saying we need men. Yeah, we need the set. Each section of the podcast needs like a little jingle slash intro. Um, so let's if anyone wants to send one in, do it. If not, we'll, just the we'll grain, just the grain chill sting over and over again. What we've been watching, something like that. Um, what else? Horror news, yeah, just loads of different things. You've, done them all. You've said them now, Ben. That's just but I think just clip this audio. All of our voices saying the same thing at the same time, just perfectly mixed until one of the hosts gets cancelled and we have to remove their voice, their individual voice. From each clip, yeah. Who's getting who's getting, ca- who's getting cancelled first? Oh, someone like Taj will he's looking at these things. Will go back to an old episode and be like, they'll, they'll find out in like episode two or something. Ben's like, you know what type of people I just don't like. That'll come up and resurface. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've all said something questionable. It, like it could be that we've not meant it in a questionable way, but out of context, it definitely could oh, be. Yeah, it could be that you just cut. You just cut. We've said almost every word available. Now you could cut together as saying anything if you wanted to. Yeah, That's and I want to hear it. That's what we want to hear on this show. Right Send it to us as saying. <laughs> yeah. Cancel cancelable stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have anybody seen anything this week? Played anything? Uh. We, meant, we mentioned it just before the podcast. I think two of us saw Turning Red. Actually, you fell asleep, didn't you, Luke? Uh, Did you turn uh, red? Uh, you're cancelled, Luke. You don't like this new this new Disney Pixar movie? How could you? What's your problem? What's your problem? Why'd you hate it so much? You fell asleep. <laughs> Is it the periods? 
No, I, uh... <laughs> is it the periods? Is it because you don't get a period? Hey? Oh, men. Is that it's right? Men. No, You'll be on the trailer. They'll be, they'll be, they'll be you in it next week. Holy cumbers. Wait till Alex Garland gets hold of you. <laughs> He's going to send 19 Rory Kinnears round to your house. <laughs> Absolutely duff you up. You're going to get panned, mate. All children, Rory Kinnears. You'll be turning red. Kick you in the shin. For ours. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Like, from it getting kicked over and over again, not from any physics. You'll be squealing yeah. like a pig. Rory Kinnear coming into you. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no need Baker. to go back to get us all cancelled, guys. That's I this, this done. started <laughs> to watch Turning Red, and then I fell asleep very, 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 very quickly. I can't even don't think it even counts as me watching it. It was nothing to do with the periods. I didn't even get to the period stuff. I was like, I was looking forward to getting to the periods. <laughs> you fell asleep at the at the non-period stuff. So, You're just sitting there going, I'm, too looking far to, I'm looking forward to having an open. Um, and really receptive view of this uh, controversial topic in this film, allegedly. <laughs> fell asleep, couldn't even do it. Bloody fell asleep, you bastard. Hey, um, fell, on. fell asleep. What do you want from me? Ben's turning red uh, right now. That's just my natural skin tone, I think, especially when I've got a fairly red I think it's your T-shirt, yeah. And I was, la- I was laughing a lot as well. Uh, yeah. I, do you, does anyone get like the back of their head start to ache when they uh, laugh a lot? Yeah. Uh, my cheeks hurt, and like, like my jaw around like the sides hurts. It's like when I eat like something really sweet, oh, yeah. it like tenses up there. Painful. Yeah. It's like yeah. toffee's too chewy. Face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but turning red, I I enjoyed it. Um, what was the last Pixar movie before this? Did Soul? I see that? Soul. Soul. I like. Encanto wasn't a Pixar film, was it? I'm a bit out of the loop with Pixar films, and I'm a huge. Said I was a huge Pixar fan. No, I think Encanto was straight up Disney, right? Straight what? up Disney. Straight up really Disney. Pixar, Disney. Oh, Pixar, can I do a little bit? Get out of it, you twat. Um, yeah, so Encanto enjoyed. Turn and Red I enjoyed as well. It is good. It's kind of like an interesting take on a on a subject, which I guess, you know. In Red ch- Pandas. In in yeah. children's cinema, but it was good. It was like really over the top, and it sort of paints a, a Asian family in a very interesting light as well. Right. Um, I think, think it does a lot of the classic. In a in a way, there's a lot of like classic tropes in terms of the subject matter, but still, it was good. And there's some good kaiju stuff. That's not a spoiler. Oh, interesting. Um, That's not a spoiler. Kaiju stuff. Yeah. So out of the Pixar films. I'd be interested to know what, what are your favourites. Is this up there with you? With your top <sighs> top Pixar yeah, films? Wally's probably the the best one, isn't it? I won't say it's the best one, but like the first half an hour is is mate is excellent. Okay. All the silent All right. stuff. Oh well, shut up then. <laughs> <laughs> After that, absolute shit. <laughs> After that. I, I don't there's a few I haven't seen now. I don't think I've ever seen Up. Uh oops. Up there. I've not seen Luca. Was that last year? No. Not seen that. Not seen. I've not seen that one. Not seen no. the new ones oh, wait. with the cars. Onward was pretty good. Onward I like that. Good. Onward yeah. was yeah. good. I don't know if I've seen Cars either. And there is a Buzz Lightyear movie, which I think I don't know if that's Pixar as well. That's coming out this year. So yeah, they're doing all right, Pixar, aren't they? They're doing all right. Yeah, some, knocking them out, aren't they? <laughs> churning them yeah. out, knocking them out. Yeah, they love it. They're all <laughs> over it. Um, apart from that. I didn't think I really... Saw... Oh, I started Attack on Titan for the first time. Did I say that last week? Maybe. You said you were going to. How is oh, okay. it? 
I'm about seven episodes in. I really like it. Yeah, it's good. It's awesome. Um, goes in some like unexpected directions. I think every episode, I'm like, how, how could this happen? No yeah. way. You let this happen? That can't happen. Can't believe it. And because my partner Charlie's already seen it, I'm asking her questions. I'm that guy going, surely this can't be happening, can it? That's impossible. Oh, you're that infuriating person that I, I say distort- infuriating person. That's me if I'm ever watching a soap near one of my relatives that watches a soap. <laughs> or Karen's mum and dad. They uh, that- love, love a bit of Emmerdale. I'm like, who's that then? Thought he was dead. Who's that then? I thought it's he was dead when the pub blew up. No. <laughs> Is there a video game of Attack on Time? Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. I feel like um, it would be a great like open world game. How you? I mean, I, seven episodes in, I don't really remember. I mean, but I do remember the Titan attack stuff, the bits in Attack on Titan where the Titans attack on things. We're being, yeah. we're all really excellent. Like the the death scenes yeah. are all super gruesome. They're, they're all really like the death scenes are like properly unexpected all the time. There's characters where you're like, this character's pretty cool. Oh, they've been eaten. Chomps, yeah. What about that there's like something terrifying oh. about the really dumb, like giant titans that just are like, I don't know, they look like insane, mindless, kind of zombieish yeah. in a way. The way they run towards people, yeah, it's, it's quite scary. Very zombieish. Um, yeah. I wouldn't want to get mixed up with any of these titans and what are they called the abnormal titans as well. Like some of them that are like on all fours. Yeah, that's where it kind of loses but- me a little bit when it gets a bit too Power Rangers. I kind of prefer it when it, it's like just an unnatural thing. Yeah. dangling freaky beast you've, you've now you've now you've invoked power rangers luke i saw a great um comic mashup which i'm you know more excited for i'd say than than kong godzilla in terms of more conflicted as to who's going to win there is a power rangers godzilla crossover comic coming up now and the they revealed the first cover for it which is godzilla fighting the dragon zord and i was like gonna find the dragon hot. zord and i was like wow. that is I think Godzilla's going to win that one. Only because Dragonzord can like level up after that and come back stronger. That feels like it's going to go. It's lyrics, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Eminem. (laughs) (laughs) Eminem said that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, You seen anything else, Ben? I don't think I have. I'm about to say. Oh, wait. I I watched. Okay. So. Net, the next installment on my movie nights with a couple of friends of mine um, went to my friend's house last week and he put he put on a film called The Last Dragon. Now, he seems to think of it's like a staple mark of his, uh, of growing up. Uh, a famous film from the 80s. I've never heard of it. It's basically about a, a guy who wants to be Bruce Lee. He's a black guy and his name is Leroy and he calls himself Bruce Leroy. So okay. it is like a Kung Fu movie from 1985. Probably one of the most 80s movies I've ever seen. Um, directed by Michael Schultz. But I'd never heard of it. And he was like, how oh, have you never heard of this? This is like one of the... I love this film growing up. And it was it was really fun. Um, very, very silly. And it kind of feels like um, Big Trouble in Little China in a way. But it's like a new... It's like a Kung Fu movie set in New York. And... It was, it was fun. It was really fun. Very eighties. Very slow mo. I've never heard of it, but like I now need to look it up. Yeah, I feel like now imagined mental. too hard. Yeah, I've now so imagined decided... too hard the most eighties movie. Are they going to be leg warmers? Is he going to be fighting Teddy Ruxpins? What there other eighties things? There's like a there's like a woman who's basically uh, oh god, what's it? What's eighties pop star woman called? 
Sonia. <laughs> Close. Yeah, let's just say Sonia. Kylie Minogue. No, what am I thinking of? Sai, Simp, Simp, no. Toya. I'm going to say she looks like Toya Wilcox. Okay. Looks a bit like Toya Wilcox, but now we've decided our, our regular movie nights are going to be 80s classics. Or we're trying to find 80s movies that we've seen that the other, the other two of my friends haven't seen. Um, and whoever hosts tends to find the film. So I think the first time I did it, I did the raid, but now we're going to go and do some 80s, 80s what, movies. What film are you going to go with? Do you know yet? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you what film I do like. Not so much 80s, but I would like to throw it out into the into the mainstream again. Oh, wait, it is 80s, 89. Black Rain with Michael Douglas, um, directed by Ridley Scott. It is absolutely badass and it is like super super 80s it's basically um michael douglas goes to so somebody a yakuza member gets arrested and gets extradited to japan and so it's like two cops a new york cop and a and a japanese cop team up um in like the synth in this sort of like neon soaked synth wave world i only saw it for the first time i've never heard of that before that sounds great i saw it for the first saw it for the first time like maybe two years ago and i was like just in love with it the soundtrack is delightful then I just, yeah. it just struck me if, if your friends haven't seen it yet 80s movie that i think is the greatest gift of all to see someone watch for the first time like sleepaway camp on <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whack it on this is what we've had this discussion because obviously a lot of my references are horror but they're not both of them aren't Big into horror, but I'm like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I can. I'll oh, put a sleepaway you, camp on for them and just just sit over. there, just just sit there watching their faces. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Be, I think I'm gonna make a list of of movies to to possibly introduce because I think it's great introducing people to. And I'm not the kind of guy, you know, when you introduce a movie to somebody and they just like aren't fully interested or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy who's like, uh, you just it, don't. Then. You just don't get it. Yeah, or they go out to the toilet and I go, oh, should I pause it? And they go, nah, sorry. Oh, oh no, for God's sake! Heart. Yeah, that's it. What about yeah. you guys? Thank you, Luke. Well, I did actually see something. Um, so there's a film coming out soon called Everything Everywhere All at Once, just directed yes. by the Daniels. So the guys who made Swiss Army Men, uh, which is one of my favorite films. This is an A24 movie as well, right? It is, yeah. And like Everything Everywhere All at Once, they got a ten on IGN. 10 out of 10, that is. Oh. And um, it looks amazing. Like it, it really is getting me excited. I have no idea what it's, what it's going to be about, some specific multiverse. Um, but um, I noticed that one of the Daniels, because the directors, are, there's, a, there's two Daniels, Daniel Shelbert and Daniel Kwan, I think the names are. And one of the Daniels had made another film called, another A24 film called Death, The Death of Dick Long. And I thought, okay, that sounds interesting. Let's let's watch that. <laughs> interesting, yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's nowhere near as silly or as high budget as Swiss Army Man or everything everywhere all at once. Um, it's kind of like Fargo kind of vibe. Oh, great! No, but nowhere near as like crime he- heavy. So, I mean, so the setup is: there's a guy who's in a band. Well, there's three guys in a band, and they play like new metal songs, but they're really bad. It starts with them playing um, that stained. It's been a while, that song. Is that stain? I think it is. Um, yeah. And then they get really high and really drunk. And it cuts to later on that night. And they they have to drop this guy called Dick Long, who's played by the director, off at the hospital. He's like bleeding from his stomach. Uh, and they take his wallet. And so they don't know what to do. They panic. They, they 
drop him in the hospital and then they leave and he dies. And then at the same, and then they're trying to cover up this crime in the most ridiculous way. Uh, and at the same time, we have no idea what happened. And it slowly kind of comes out what's happened. And it is bizarre. And I, don't, I wouldn't want to spoil it for anyone. But it's, almost, it's like, it's not, not like they did. I mean, they did kind of do something really bad. But they didn't kill him or anything. But it's, it's, it's the most... Thing. Yeah, they did a bad thing. And I've never seen anyone try to make a protagonist out of someone who's been involved in that before. <laughs> okay. And that, 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 that kind of question of what, what exactly is, is it is, is kind, of, kind of pulls you through the story. Uh, but yeah, really silly. And um, uh, it's like a Fargo, like a dumbass. They're absolute idiots. Fargo vibe. Okay. Yeah. Into it. Sounds good. Yeah. What? Yeah, so, from Dick Long. I could go. I could go back to previous episodes. What was the name of that movie as well? You saw the TV. The was it? Was it Japanese? Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes? Beyond, yeah. 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 I need. To, I need. I need to check. Still that got out that on my list. list. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Lots to do. Um, uh, for you? me, just real quick, just watched a couple of Moon movies. I've been to see the Batman now, so I've caught up on that. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Batman's real dun, good, isn't it? Dun, it's dun, good. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, Very it good. does that. Uh, good does, music, good good Batmans, good Batman fighting. Looking forward to more of this Batman. Very good. And I also saw The Kingsman. Um, oh, yeah. It's on that. Disney Plus now, isn't it, I think? Yeah, it's on, it's on Disney Plus, which it's good because at the time wasn't really going to go to the cinema to catch it, so it's a shame, but it's all right, you know. I was pretty sold by the Rasputin. He looks a lot like Alan Moore doing a yeah. kind of dance fight. Thing. I thought that looked yeah. really fun. Yeah, it's the some, it re- some re- fun action. Re- yeah, yeah, he's the uh, he's, he's, he's Rasputin in that. There's there's some there's some interesting bits in it. I like what they do with the characters. Um, I've heard no, I'm not, not going to spoil this. it. There is a the the end credit scene is an insane choice. <laughs> Oh no! Okay. I've heard about this. I've heard, I think I saw it on uh, Twitter. Tell you what, I've heard you, it. <laughs> skip forward thirty seconds. Well, let's it, just let's not say the person. Let's just say a famous person from history is introduced in the same manner as like like a, a Thanos, Marvel, <laughs> like a Marvel, um, <laughs> like a Marvel post credit sequence. If you're thinking right now, surely it can't be. That's exactly who it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like Winston Churchill, maybe. Uh, all right, a famous. Famous baddie. A famous baddie, I was going to say. A famous baddie is introduced like you expect everyone to go, oh my God. Hitler. But in in truth, Hitler. Say no more. Say no more. Could be. Could be. It's Hitler. It's bloody Hitler, isn't it? (laughs) Very, very, very silly. See, I've heard mixed things. I've heard some people say it's all right and other people say it's absolutely borderline unwatchable. So Uh, No, I think it's better than the second one. Okay. I, think I, saw that one. I don't remember the second one. I remember Elton John in the second one. Oh, he was pretty good in the second one, wasn't he? Yeah. Um... <laughs> the, the thing I remember being the worst bit is <laughs> memory. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. It's all right. It's fine. But yeah, other than that, less films this week than, than last because obviously we haven't got an entire, we haven't yeah. got an entire festival to cover. Um, so other than that, I've been watching some, I've been re watching some animated Justice League because oh, yeah. a little oh, bit yeah. of Justice League. Other than that, yeah. just the film. And of the you week. say that, Andy, and yet you still haven't watched the Snyder Cut. Well, I'm making it's sure. I'm, I'm making sure I've seen <laughs> all the Justice League, so I can truly appreciate. I don't want to go in and 
not enjoy Justice League, the, the Snyder cut, and people go, Andy, you just didn't like Justice League enough. So I'm watching all other Justice League in the build-up to it. Yeah. And you're tweeting along as well, aren't you? Pretty yeah, much. tweeting along as I watch an episode. The good thing about the Justice League things is 20 minutes an episode, isn't it? Oh, it's not that. less than three and a half hours. I love that. Attack on four, Titans. Four like 20, hours, oh, the Batman is three hours. You're all, nearly all the way there with oh, Batman. Yeah. Did you not find the Batman a bit long? Um, I was okay. I was at, I was at, I was at the cinema. I was like, yeah, it's 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 a long time, so I had to be very choiceful as to when I would go and see it. Yeah. Um, because that's did you go that's to the difficult. toilet at all? Nah. Oh, so you just did it in the cinema in the seat? <laughs> no, just just tanked it. Capital. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think yeah. with a long with a long film, you feel like you get your money's worth in the cinema, don't you? Like, how much is what paid a fiver to watch a three hour movie? Got awesome. a little bag of poppets to enjoy them. That's good. Poppets, yeah. God, that's, well, a, that's a blast from the past. Toffee poppets, lovely it was. That's just good. It's just good value for money. If you want to go bowling, like for an hour, three of you, that's yeah. like fifty quid, five pound for three hours really? of entertainment, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed the battle. And I, I get it. It's it's a big commitment, is three hours, but I'm not I'm at the cinema, so I'm sat down. I'm not on my phone. I can sit and enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, other than that, X. X. Uh yeah, so film of the week is X, brand new release. Um nice. Why is it called trip. X? Uh one of the characters refers to the main character as having the X Factor a lot. Oh, yeah. I noticed. Simon X-rated. Cowell. <laughs> Simon yeah, Bloody X-rated. Cowell was, was in it. I was like, his... X- D-Generation X, maybe. Yeah. X-Park. I bet they're referring to X-Park. <laughs> X-Park. Yeah, really X-Park in this. Uh, and the old lady Bronco is... Bronco the, the old lady is X. She goes out and then she's... like, There's a, there's a scene that's deleted where she's got DMX on. So much yeah. how she X is on the way to give it to those people. Do you, do you yeah. know who? Obviously, this will be a mild spoiler, I guess. But do you know who plays the old lady as well? Do we know? Yeah, Mia Goff. Is it, yeah, it's also the we main. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of I, pictured it at one point, but I didn't know, and I wasn't aware. Um, and I think I kind of worked it out after a while because one thing we cannot do in horror movies, horror TV shows, anything, old person makeup is never ever one hundred percent believable. I always double ask someone made up to look old, and that automatically means to me that the character is either going to turn young, which I that. <laughs> which, yeah. which happened in a particular um, Mike Flanagan series recently, where as soon as I saw an old character, I was like, that is just a young person with a couple of wrinkles drawn on. All right. Penciled <laughs> um, <Just> okay. on. Penciled <laughs> on. I'll do. Okay. Here's how, I, here, here's how I knew it was Mirka. I was like, well, that old lady. She's got the X factor. Oh, is there? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the, and then when she and then she puts the same blue eyeshadow on, I'd be like, dead giveaway. Yeah, dead giveaway. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, and she got oh, has she got a cluster of freckles as well. No, too old. Liver um, spots. Liver spots. Okay, so X is a 2022 American slasher film written, directed, produced, and edited by Ty West. Um, the plot follows a cast and crew who gather to make a pornographic film on an old couple's rural Texas property. Well, and the next bit's kind of a spoiler. So, okay. <laughs> But then... That's interesting. Then, yeah, they put that in the synopsis, <laughs> and the next bit's kind of a spoiler. Well, the next bit's <laughs> kind of a spoiler. So, you know, if you don't want to know, you don't want to know. Yeah. Um, so who's in this? We've got Mia Goff... Um, Jenna Ortega, straight off the back of Scream. 
Uh, Martin Henderson, who is in lots of stuff, but I remember him from Torque, which is kind of like Fast and the Furious with motorbikes. Uh, Brittany Snow. Brittany Snow plays a porn star in this, and her actress name is more of a porn star name than her character name in this. Brittany Snow. I think she's called. I always think of uh, her. I was actually amazed when I was like, hang on a sec, that's her from Pitch Perfect. How yeah. is someone who's <laughs> yeah. in Pitch Perfect a porn star in this? And not just yeah. like playing a porn star, but at times, I mean, it's a softcore porn film. Like everyone was like blushing in the cinema. <laughs> like, oh, this is just softcore porn. Or what? Where'd you look? Where do you look? I tend to just stare at the nearest person to me. Oh, don't do that. Just make sure I've got my notebook out. Just make sure I've got my notebook out and just allowed it. Yeah, I'm uh, just writing this down for a podcast. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I, well, I, I like, I just like cut. Get rid of the get rid of the awkwardness. I always turn to Charlie and cover her eyes as if she's not allowed to see it. Like, no, I'll tell you see that. Look. Don't look at that. Um, which, is, which, is, which is an ongoing joke, which I'm sure she hates. One one thing, Ben, I need to check though. You mentioned that Brittany Snow. That's more of a porn star name than the characters. Name. How do you know what porn stars' names are? Yeah, Ben. Yes. What? How how would you know the name of porn actors? Don't out me like that. Benjamin uh, Errington. Benjamin Errington. <laughs> because I am a I'm a supporter of sex work. Did you uh, say supporter? Positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'll have a dabble. I'm not going to shame anybody. And you can't shame me. All right. As long as you're paying for it, Ben, and not watching it on any of those websites that give it to you for free, then that's morally fine, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> so come on, it's 2022. We're all sex positive, okay? It's yeah. healthy. Let's do it right now. Maybe <sighs> we'll. Just, I think we did discuss reviewing actual. <laughs> I think I think I did mention at one point we should do a episode where we talk about like horror themed porno. Producers. Yeah, join us for our next bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> Join us for our next bonus episode. Uh, which... A real bonus episode. What's the what's, what's <laughs> where the, we give the... several porn parodies B minuses? <laughs> what's the porno Dracula called? Ejacula. Oh yeah, Ejacula. Found it when yeah. I was looking for a picture from a background today. Ejacula. I feel like it would be Wankenstein. <laughs> Ejacula Wankenstein. What else is there? Creature from the Black Lapoon. I guess crack a French lagoon. porno. Yeah. Creature from the Crack Lagoon. <laughs> wow. Creature okay, from the like... crack lapoon. Yeah. Crack lapoon. Creature from the crack lapoon. Uh, we've got evil head. Evil yeah. head. Yeah. Oh. We've got this isn't scary movie. Yeah. Oh, the conjuring. There's one. That's good. One. The conjuring. Are these real ones? <laughs> these are all real ones. Uh, Fuckenstein. Okay. I feel like that's. Fuckenstein. Just... <laughs> Come on. Come on. Back to the drawing board with that. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Repenetrator. Re- Re- Penetrator. Okay. Uh, the Triple Exorcist. Um, the Return of Zandikage. Oh, it's, it's just got the poster for Cannibal Holocaust on it as well. Who's <laughs> 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 put this list together? The Cumming. Cumming, yeah. Like the summoning, but oh wait, here we go. A little a movement, move. Just <laughs> laughing at the poster. It. I mean, does this even work as a word? Gay Racula. Gay Dracula. No, Ejacula or Bust, sorry. It doesn't work, does it, Gay Dracula? Um, there we go. Beetlejuice, no change required. Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, 
Well, that's kind of it. I mean, to be fair, scrolling here on Google is pretty difficult to work out which ones are porn parodies and which ones are actual horror movies, low budget or not. You know, um, it's hard to tell. Yeah. But this could, that could be a fun episode. Wet Dream on Elm Street. Have you <laughs> have you found that, or did you just make it up? No, I just made it up. I bet it exists. Yeah, Halla, one on Elm Street. Yeah, Halla, we no Jason Triple X. Instead of uh... Oh my god, there's a Twilight porn parody. Jesus. What's it called? Uh, this is Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh yeah, God. Oh no. A Nightmare on Porn Street is another one as well. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's lazy. a book. Jesus. Okay. So what we're saying is porno. Next bonus episode, Horror I guess. Spoofs bonus episode. I, I don't mean we should go away and Watch them all and then come <laughs> rate them. them all. Yeah, yeah, them. I had a cracky one on that I mean, one. To be fair, <laughs> I had a cracky one on that one. My eyes rolled back into me. But, <laughs> but maybe Jesus. let's talk about talk about the titles of cancelled. <laughs> Get them all cancelled. Oh, I can't be cancelled forever, mm-hmm. wank, can you? The erotic I mean... witch project. Here we go. Cancelled. Um... And Andy's still going. Still going. <laughs> what What Andy's done though is he's just opened all the tabs he had closed before. He's not even <laughs> googled it. He's just gone out of it. I've just pulled up my specific watch list, of course. Yeah. Uh, so I've got some reviews here as well uh, for the film X, not Ejacula or Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, um, there's only 75 star reviews you can read. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score have given it oh, a whopping 96%. A fresh spin on the classic slasher formula, X marks the spot <laughs> where Ty West gets resoundingly back to his horror roots. Uh, audience scores slightly less, so 76%. It's got 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, and Letterbox is at 3.8 out of 5. Alexandra Mettler said, <clears throat> This was so good, a real movie. Movie five stars, don't exactly know what that means. But then Jorge said, What a piece of shit, half a star. Um, so I, I mean, Jorge. To be fair, a, a lot of the uh, the negative reviews were kind of. I mean, sometimes you go to the negative reviews and you see a couple of points and they're like, yeah, I, I guess I can see what they're coming from or what they're getting at, even if they're kind of being a little bit harsh of it. But there wasn't really any good critiques that I saw. When your negative it's, review is just, don't like it. It's, it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't bloody like it. Wasn't bloody good enough. Um, have you guys seen Ty West's other movies? Uh, House of the Devil. Yeah, I've seen The House of the Devil. Very... Um, like a throwback, a good, uh, of a throwback retro nostalgia trip. It kind of like the aesthetic of it is very like seventies, um, yeah, horror. And 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 I guess a lot of that is present here. I know it's set in the seventies this movie, but there's a lot of stuff, um, including the opening shot, which obviously makes it makes it look like it's it's going to be presented in a certain aspect ratio, and then it just yeah, that was really that was really, that was really nice. Yeah. That was good. I like that. Which uh, bit of VHS is Ty West's? Uh, oh, I good question. Good question. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, second Google. honeymoon. Oh, that wasn't to be fair. Was. I know which one that is. Um, and it's not the best out so, of them, to be honest. I've not seen any, I've not seen the innkeepers, I've not seen the sacrament. Um, oh, sacrament. That's I think we talked about it like last week or something. Is that yeah. Jim Jones talk- style? Uh, one, yeah. Um, fine footage, yeah. He did, he did direct. Oh, we did direct Cabin Fever 2, mind. The same year as The House of the Devil. 
That's interesting, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I, I, I did enjoy this. I don't know if you got you guys did as well. I thought it was good. It may have been missing a certain something. I can't quite put my thing put my finger on what it was. Like it was well made. I enjoyed pretty much every element of it. But I just felt like there was just one little certain element little, somewhere. Uh... A certain uh, little something. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi that was kind of missing. And I don't know what it was. I can't quite put my finger on it. That might sound like lazy critiquing in a la letterbox reviews. But we've got at least another hour. You you can get your point across. There was a little little summit summit missing. I don't know whether I didn't know whether I wanted um, a reveal. I wanted maybe something different at play in terms of the source of the horror. You wanted a Dracula. Whether I want, I don't know. I felt like a lot of these characters were very, very interesting. It felt like everything was kind of laid out on the table, though. I felt like there, there should have been a secret. I mean, I guess there's a secret in. in Are you in some saying sort of sense what it needed was a raining blood moment, which is the moment in like the Evil Dead movie where you you feel like you've got sussed it all out, and then mm. something happens and it goes, "Whoa, this is a whole other thing I wasn't expecting." In this yeah. one, you pretty much have it all figured out quite yeah, early exactly. on and doesn't really yeah. go that extra doesn't go the extra bit the extra yeah that's not to say place. that's not to say it's not well made it's got the tensions really good mm. um a lot of the characters are sort of all really really interesting and i enjoyed um the dynamic between the characters as well and the chemistry but yeah i don't know i expected something because it kind of it really does hint at something especially this relationship between maxine and a character called pearl there's a little bit of a weird connection there. And like, are we generally supposed to believe the only reason that this connection is there is nothing supernatural or anything like that. It's just because Pearl's dead horny. Yeah. I don't think I am. I don't think there's any supernatural elements at all. Um, and I was kind of expecting there to be something there. There's a really good little moment between Pearl and what's the name? Maxine, where Pearl like touches her back and then she said, and then Pearl says, don't tell. My husband, it'll be our little secret. And then Maxine says, What will? Like yeah. she has no idea what what has passed between the two of them. He really, he really is protective of that lemonade. It's just no one drink this lemonade. It's my favorite. She's yeah. given her a whole yeah. glass. She gulped it all down, didn't she? Did you did you love the yeah. way some of the scenes were kind of like the cuts between the scenes were like staggered? Yeah, it, it because I mean it was pretty good. And I liked how it, there's an element of meta-ness to it because the director of the porn film said he was going to do something similar in the edit to give it a yeah. real arty vibe. Yeah, a real arty vibe. And then a bit later on when he's like, um, you can't just change the entire tone of the movie about halfway through. That doesn't like, that's not the type of movie I'm making. Yeah. 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 Uh, I see you. I see you, Ty. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess up top if you're unfamiliar with the show already um weird place to start i guess but um we do we will go through and do full spoilers of this so if you haven't watched it yet you intend to it's a new movie sometimes talk about movies that are 20 years old today's not one of those days um go see it first if you don't want to be spoiled yeah yeah come at us for spoilers eh? i don't believe you spoiled it and i listened to an hour-long discussion beat by (laughs) beat and you've spoiled it yeah that's it's gonna happen you go in prepared yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. So, where should we start? Well, with where does it start? It starts in like uh, it's like a uh, like a burlesque and cocktail bar 
sort of thing. And Maxine's about right, so to we go start, on. That's where we start originally, but we get a uh, oh, yeah. we get a Texas Chainsaw yeah. first, don't we? Where we get like yeah, uh, of course, of course. We get like the day after the events that have happened, and I really liked this touch. Again, this is your director from the film within the film that talks of this earlier in the way that it's cut between. So we begin with like a scene of the sheriff and his deputies going around the property and we see a couple of key landmarks and we see a number of bodies all very well covered up in like sheets and everything. So as you go through the movie and the action will unfold later on, you'll see where clearly people are going to be killed, but you have no indication as to who or how at this point. Yeah, the nice way to kind of set up the scene for what is to come. I guess it's a very smart move, bearing in mind that no moiders actually happen until a little way into the film at first. I think if they didn't have that, people would be like, "Is this a horror movie or what? Or is this actually just a porn?" People are just, just watching a softcore porno. Yeah, yeah. Behind the scenes of a porno. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and then we're introduced to. Uh, Maxine first, a really nice close up of her snorting a line of coke, just in case you're like, What's going on here then? What's going on? Someone doing a washing? And, and yeah, <laughs> spoilers Maxine loves a bit of cocaine, and there appear to be no adverse effects to her in the film of taking it. She's strong to the last frame, she's at her cocaine. It's Maxine. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, she's the only one who takes cocaine, I think, and she lives through the film, so it's a promotional movie for porn and cocaine the survival the survivalist properties of cocaine if you need to be ready to to fend off a a moiderer you better be coked out of your mind i'm sure it would help wouldn't it uh (laughs) make it make the whole situation all right laugh um and then we were introduced to all of the characters who are essentially the cast and crew of this porn movie which is going to be called the farmer's daughters or daughter daughters i mean daughters there's, there's two of them isn't there it's bloody two uh, of them, might, might there? and for some reason i'm not entirely sure why i'm sure they one of the characters explains uh, so the produce the producer boyfriend is wayne um played by martin henderson and he sort of explains that they're going to this house where they're renting this sort of building from an older couple does he explain why they're like traveling to to do it? It kind of reminds me of there's some sort of tax uh, or price difference thing. Yeah, he said it. I mean, he was get it for super cheap up there. There's yeah. tax breaks, and I think he's also looking for make sure he doesn't bring heat down on the doorstep of where he lives. You know, by um, yeah. you know, if there's any local protests, because it's set in '79, is it? Yeah, that it's 1979. Yeah. Like, um, not like it is today, where I can imagine you can. Just rock up and film a porno at your local Westfield shopping center if you so if you so desire. Oh wow! You can. Um, you no, can an, I don't know if you can niche. do that. I, mean, I don't speak for Westfield shopping centers, but you know, no. times have been hard in the pandemic. Maybe they would be open to it if you want to pitch it to them. Um, well, the shopping centers <laughs> are available to shoot pornos in. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, like a Dawn of the Dead style. Porn of uh, the Dead. Porn of the Dead. Oh. <laughs> there <we> go. <laughs> That's got to rise itself. Which is why there's less and less excused for Fuckenstein. Yeah. Fuckenstein. That's poor, isn't it? Like someone, someone sat in a room and gone, what rhymes with Frank? That's rude. <laughs> Fuck! One of the producers, like, well, he doesn't wank in it, does he? He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't wank, does he? No, no, nor does he. He doesn't do this. He doesn't shag Brian as Frankenstein. He's not even in the original. So, who cares? He screws her, all right? That's what we wanted him to say. 
And Luke's got a face full of pussy right there. <laughs> <laughs> right, for, those, for those of you on the audio, if you've seen it distracted, what looks like on the video, a giant cat, because it's closer to the camera than the, <laughs> its face, and sat in front of it. And Leslie, you do correct me. Is your cat the same size as you? Is it a lion? <laughs> he's pretty, he thinks he's a lion. thinks he's a lion. So, um, yeah. uh, so who else are in the crew? So we've got those two um, adult actresses. Uh, adult actors, sorry. Bobby Lynn, um, played by Britney Snow. And then Jackson Hall, played by Kid Coody, the rapper. Uh, Jackson Hall, is that a good, is that a good born star, a male born star name? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think he is, because surely he, he wants... Yeah, like the opposite of whole, like long. Yeah, he wants Jackson like long. Schlong in his name, Jackson Long, Jackson yeah. Schlong. Uh, the director R.J. played by Owen Campbell, and then his girlfriend Lorraine, who's played by um, Jenna Ortega. She's like the sound engineer. Yeah, yeah. Sound engineer? yeah. That's not right. Key grip. <laughs> she's best boy. She's all she's, those jobs. She's all of it. Yeah, and she's, she's a gaffer. Bit, she's got a bit of an attitude where she's a bit like, mm, this is all of it disgusting isn't it yeah the director says um when did you become such a prude and she's like oh, no i'm not and the rest of the crew call her uh church mouse yeah. uh which i can only just a fun little nickname just a fun little nickname for someone who's a bit shy in it that'll bring them out their shell a bit what's that you're shy you're a fucking church mouse or something <laughs> oh god well, suddenly i want to talk to you jesus yeah. oh now Boy. i feel really compelled to be talkative um, yeah. And then obviously Maxine is a star of the movie as well. Um, I guess. So she wants to make it big. She wants to be famous. She says, she tells herself that she's a superstar, doesn't she? Sex symbol. Sorry. And that she will yeah. not accept a life that she does not deserve. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, great. I mean, At the same time, there's lots of shots of uh, like a TV pastor. Mm. Uh, like a little square black and white screen just I think just delivering a really long sermon about and he's saying things like about like filth and sin and sex addicts and and how he the pastor himself has had experience with uh, people who've given into their in, into the devil and into their yeah. sin the so that's kind of up to a no running good. theme seems to be on 24 hours a day on yeah. like everyone's screens it's like what, what are they watching this is before cable tv also, video, home videotapes. The, the the soundtrack to this entire film was great. Like all the music choices are really excellent. But I didn't realize how many of the the I recognize all the songs. But a lot of these a lot of these songs played. I was like, what are those, are those the actual lyrics? Like the lyrics are really kind of uh, yeah. racy. Oh, saucy, few, saucy old lyrics there. There are a few kind of like cliched seventies songs that I think have appeared in every. 70s movie like house is house of the rising sun in this i think so possibly um but there is a good musical number uh, a version of wee wee marie which is a 1918 song but it's performed um i think it's by someone called chelsea wolf performs it but yeah it was a really sort of haunting thing and of course um kid cootie's characters play it plays a song on the guitar as well yeah yeah that's a lovely little song that we get there and of course don't Fear the Reaper makes a, makes another appearance. Oh, yeah, Don't Fear the Reaper, yeah. yeah. Always the cult of retired happy on oh, the okay. on the genre of horror. Absolutely. Yeah. They're um, raking it in. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, you're talking about the, um, the pastor. Don't Fear the Peeper. And the, um, 
you're talking about the pastor and the religious thing that was probably my first guess going in watching said ah is the is the real enemy is the real villain of the piece going to be like religious extremism and you know the 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 morals of inverted commas good people causing them to attack the the immoral folks that we see doesn't play out doing in there what are you doing in there shooting a porno god wouldn't like that have a stabbing something like that yeah Yeah. they've got their flow they've got their flow chart out now right what does god like more stabbing or pornos i think that he's probably more okay with stabbing Stabbing's fine, isn't it? Yeah. Stabbing, yeah. just have a little cheeky little stabbing in there. Stabbing's um, all right if you say it's for God. He'll he'll get it. Um, he'll understand. Exactly. But it's not that, not that at all. So when these guys are on there, I think we mentioned last week about like the the stopping off at a gas station, petrol station, uh, before going to some kind of rec- um, reclusive area. In a horror movie, you can't have a full it's, tank of petrol when you get there. It's got to happen, isn't it? You got to stop off just before you get there. Stop off. Hopefully, if someone's working there who's a little bit judgmental or unsure, a little bit creepy themselves, that is always a bonus too. It is a uh, trope, and it's a trope that Cameron in the Woods even had a little play with. Little dig at, yeah. It's and a trope they, um, that seems to show no signs of like disappearing though. It seems. To, I mean, it's it the best feels... best trope. I love it. It's my favorite bit of every horror film when you stop off at a petrol station. Yeah, and, uh, you want to see what they got. You want to see what you can got there, and it's like, oh, you can't get, you can't get those sweets anymore. Not in a multi pack. Yeah. You have to go to a garage to get them. In the in the American ones, they always get those long. They're like pepperonis, but they're really long. I think it's a Slim Jim. I don't know. I've never yeah had one. But Slim I always Jim. think that I always see those and go, wow, what is that? I really want that. Get get Twizzlers. Giant. Get what is that? Long bit of piece long of meat, meat in my mouth. Get a big get a big <laughs> bit of red licorice. Meat. Um, some boot laces. Get um, they buy some Wonder Bread. Actually, they're buying props for their movie because they have to get milk that they can. Yeah, yeah. Pour as well. What is Wonder Bread? It's just bread that lasts forever. Is it it like U eight? Is it like the U version? Like where milk has UHT milk? Is it like UHT bread? It's like bread that lasts forever. Yeah, and when they make sandwiches later, so I think it's kind of like it's catering for the for the shoot as well. Yeah, Yeah. which uh, because you can't order in Uber Eats won't go there. Yeah, you've got to have, to have your spam fritters with that they have in a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's obviously a scene where they shoot a part of the film outside when um, Jackson Hole is filling up the tank <laughs> with, with a petrol pump and um, Bobby Lynn, who's clearly got a lot of experience when it comes to shooting pornos, just says, you can pretend the petrol pump is his dick. And the director's like, that's a great idea, actually. I, I really liked all of the interaction between all these extra characters. I thought the dynamics were excellent. Yeah. And I really liked Bobby Lynn. I don't know, like at this point where she's like telling them how to do the camera and stuff and talking about how she's going to be a Hollywood star. I don't know. She was just like super charismatic. It's um, the kind of character who could easily appear like a dick, like as being a dickhead, but yeah, she's, but she's there's a, super, super charming. Likeable. There's yeah. a warmth and there's a charm to the character, I think. And I think it goes the, the depth that we get in these characters who in other slasher movies would be far more single dimensional and you would struggle to care as and when they may or may not be killed. I was bothered by these, by these guys. I mean, we spent enough time with them and they have enough that's likable about them that I'm like, Oh, it almost made you feel like, Oh, 
I wish they didn't have to go out like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I want you all to survive. I, I will just watch this movie about you, about you were uh, making a porno. Maybe there are some crosswords that are exchanged, but it turns out all right in the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of the people who do tend to die, like die in such a brutal and often unexpected way that it does almost feel like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even have a chance. Literally no chance to fight for their lives. They were just like bang, dead. Yeah, that was kind of what um, I, I guess when you when your baddies are old folks, they are very heavily reliant on a sucker punch, though. Yeah, yeah they don't get to yeah. wrestling match. Don't want to go toe to toe with anyone. Yeah, um, obviously, and a good um, support supporting appearance from uh, an alligator as well. Yeah, gets a big assist. A when they get assist. to the the farmhouse after the petrol station, and then there's a. A worrying scene where what's his name? The the producer guy, I can't remember his name. Um, he knocks on, knocks on the door, Wayne, and then he's met by an older gentleman with a shotgun pointed at him, and he has like no memory of of what what they're doing there. He's obviously not completely there. Which um, on the phone literally ten minutes ago. No. <laughs> also, yeah. I quite like you. Never really see this guy's face dead on for a while. It takes yeah, a while before yeah. we see it. Yeah. It does it doesn't it shows it I don't know we, sort of focuses on him. I mean we get some shots of him face on, but it's always quite late at night. Maybe to cover yeah. up the makeup, but yeah. And possibly. Stephen Stephen Yaw that plays him is not that much of an old man himself. He's not, you know, 14, but he's not a 90-year-old. No, I see. He do you, plays... do you recognize him? I don't don't know that guy, I don't think. I don't recognize him, but apparently he's no. an orc, an orc in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he's in. Oh, I, I know what you mean. All the Lord of the Rings, some <laughs> Sarbets. Yeah, he's in a bit of Narnia. He's in Deathgasm. Oh, he's, he's in... that orc. Yeah. <laughs> he's that orc. That guy, yeah, I reckon. That, that guy, yeah. I always wonder who that guy was. I was like, I'd like to meet that guy. There we go. Is he the one that says meat's back on the menu tonight? Or is, is he... No, I think he's the one who is the meat. Is he the little? Is he the little? Is he the thinner orc, the one that's like, oh, he gives that shiny shirt? Is that him? He looks a bit (laughs) like the shiny shirt man. Does yeah, big old shiny shirt man. (laughs) Yeah, so it's him. So he's at the door, and we we get Chekhov's unloaded gun. um, Yeah, in this little exchange here, because when the confrontation is happening between the old man and um, and Wayne. Says, oh, don't worry, it's not even loaded. I just wave it around. Don't want the government coming around here sniffing about. So um, I wave it around. It usually scares people off. And Wayne says, oh, I do. I keep. No worries, mate. I'm I'm real chill about this. I do exactly the same with the gun I keep in the in the glove box. Put a little pin yeah. in that. <laughs> yeah. Put a little pin in that for later. Um, and then he <laughs> I, I feel like the... I'm ruining films myself because now whenever anything like that happens, my brain goes, I'll come up later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you it, prefer it if, if it didn't? Like if they had these guns and then they just never turned up again, would that surprise you? Or would you think, oh, that's uh, lazy writing, that should... No, like I've just realised that if I just can't be happy, sorry. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like wanted when... to be there, but I like yeah. it. There, I, I guess you can have varying degrees of success as to whether or not you remember or how subtly they do it. And this isn't, this isn't an egregious example. I think it's a nice throwaway line. So it's just because we talk about movies every week that I think I remember these things, but I think it's a decent, 
decent. I like show, it. I like yeah. it when things like that, Chekhov's items, when they turn back, when they do turn up again, but maybe in an unexpected way, or perhaps in a way that yeah. isn't as successful as perhaps it could be. Like, oh, yeah. don't worry, he's got a gun there, and then something happens, which you know makes that gun in a way. Yeah. Just, maybe it's used against somebody. I don't know. Something like that. You've now inspired me there, Ben. If I ever open uh, like any kind of item shop, if I move to an RPG world, I'm going to call it Chekhov's Items. Chekhov's Items. You'll need this later. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Um, so then the old dude leads them to the uh, guest house, which is like across the, across the farm a little way. And he walks super, super slow. Um then he's like start coughing at one point as well, like he's on. Yeah, it doesn't look healthy. Precipice. Yeah, yeah. Healthy. he's on. He's on the precipice of death. How old would you say this couple are supposed to be? Like nineties. Nineties. They are. <laughs> yeah. Super old. Super super old. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Doesn't and and I think from the word go we start to see the old lady Pearl from from afar. We didn't really get a good look at her for quite a while. Um. Just. In a window, staring across. Uh, Maxine seems to notice her quite a lot. Um, do they? I don't know if they wave each other. I think the first few times they, they look at they some can point. Just stare. Yeah. She waves a bit, a, bit later. a bit later. Yeah. Um, yeah, they all head along. Like you say, they, they're all. The old man is quite healthy. He's coughing. They think he's going to keel over right there. I think funny when he stops on a big cough, like everyone in the cinema is in just adjusts their masks ever so slightly. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every oh, time yeah. I'm reminded that coughing is a thing. Um, um, they have a bit of an awkward exchange as well. So I think the old, that Howard, the old guy, says, "Oh, you didn't tell me you were going to be bringing so many people." Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And doesn't, like, Wayne give him a little bit of extra? Yeah, he gives it, yeah. Just you a little sweet. Extra. I know there's a few sweet. more of us. And then Howard's Biggie even says, like, beg for forgiveness. Rather than ask for permission, that's like yeah. His, that's yeah. when he goes. That's when the others go. You didn't mention you were filming a porn, and he goes, mm, "Nah, well, no. a bit awkward with this exactly old man that. coughing yeah. and coughing." Yeah. And the old man's like, he's putting all the pieces together. He's like, 
You're shooting a what now? Camera? <laughs> Women in just tank tops and very little else. Uh, he, he can't even think about it. To work. So he does. Cl- he talks yeah. about his heart being weak a little bit later, but you can't even think about that because you know his heart will just. Can't yeah, your heart will not take it. Your heart won't take it. <laughs> Chekhov's uh, and... dicky ticker. And <laughs> Chekhov's so name. Dicker. Yeah. And he does Dickie say, Dicker. I don't <laughs> yeah, quite. Dicky Dicker. <laughs> That's a good porno name. He does say to Wayne, I don't much like the look of you, and I don't much like the look of any of you, your bloody mates either. See you later. <laughs> Yeah, and he walks and off, and then he's, he's like, "I've got to go. I've got to go. I've got to get. I've got to get back by the time the sun goes down because I'm just walking over there. But it takes me fucking ages. Well, he's got to go down shops, doesn't he? Because he nips out directly afterwards. Oh yeah, he nips out for what? A big shop or just some bits? He's gone for quite a while. I reckon it's the big shop. Bits and bats. Big shop on his own. It's it's nice his, wife. his wife's got a condition, and uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be the she it's gonna be the big shop yeah, for that hair. It's 1979. <laughs> it's bubble bath foam. Her hair is a classic bubble bath foam hairstyle, <laughs> which I like to apply to my head sometimes if I'm a bubble bath. <laughs> yeah. for, for a treat. He's, he's got to go in and get a big. He's got to go and get a big bottle of matey. matey. So he can do. <laughs> so he can if do the stiff, If there's a stiff breeze, that bubble bath foam is coming straight off the top of her bumps. <laughs> so he's got to get some of that in, oh, yeah. but. It's also 1979. You haven't got supermarkets in the way you've got to do now. So he's going to have to go to the butchers, bakers, candlestick makers, the whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so so he's, start- o- he's off to get the big shop in, uh, which leaves the guys absolutely free to um, film Make a porno unencumbered. Film a porno unencumbered. And also, at some point, they go, oh, we better get started. We're not going to have much light left. It's like, what? No one brought any lights? Do it with all the natural dingy light in that horrible little guest house. Well, RJ is a purist, obviously. He wants um he's a purist, yeah. Okay. He wants Cinema the natural, he wants the, na- yeah. the natural light that's coming down there. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, we can film it out of out of sequence because he goes straight into a sex scene. He does the build-up to it a bit later on. Mm. Yeah. What a genius. Uh so the sex scene begins with um, Jackson Hole and Bobby Lynn getting down to Unless it. Unless it's Jacks in Hole. Like, that's kind of the play they're going for, I guess. Yeah. yeah Jackson Hole. Bobby Lynn's like a consummate professional. Uh, she's good at all the stuff. She's good at the sexy stuff and she's good at the um, scene, the pre scene stuff as well. There's a bit where she like wipes Impressive. some semen off of her back and like yeah. throws yeah. the semen rag <laughs> down <laughs> at Jenny Ortega's side. Wipe does yeah does absolutely load up a spunk rag and like toss it at, uh, <laughs> toss it at the oh sorry i've got i've thrown this uh spoof cloth at you spoof um, cloth like... was a character in star trek i think <laughs> <laughs> that old man's uh, gonna come back in dicky tickers walk back in and a bit on his like, way back and he's gonna be like oh bloody hell smells like a wanker's nightmare in this room <laughs> Jesus Christ, it smells like the sea in it. Uh, <laughs> stinks are coming here. Well, that's exactly what I meant, but despite, despite, you had to like, go there. Sorry to, sorry to ruin it for everyone, but now, despite them being a superfood, I cannot enjoy superfood super goji berries because <laughs> some of them went in the mouth. We got some delicious goji berries for a recipe. And <laughs> they stink of cum, so that's great. Can't enjoy those anymore. 
goji berries. There we go. I'm going to have to buy some now just to check. Okay. Um, <laughs> so while the sex scene's being filmed, Maxine's like, I'm, I'm sick to the back tea for this. And she goes, I'm off for an explore. First thing she does, she goes to the like, lake. I mean, yeah, I'm not a big because... fan of um, open, like, what no. do you call it? There's a name like, for it, like wild, wild, water. wild, yeah, like wild a wild swim. No, anything I'm, where I feel, I feel bit... like there could be fish or even like things that are like slightly slimy, grass, even just grass, like bugs or something. I don't know why. So, tucking my feet in that kind of water, I'm not going to do it. And, as, and she goes and uh, she goes for a swim. And I think this might be the best uh, presented scene in the film. I was actually on the edge of my seat when yeah i was genuinely yeah. like wow this is this is tense like it's so well paced and put together uh there's a, like an alligator um for this is an alligator and all it is is she's swimming and an alligator's coming towards her and it's just timed perfectly for her to get out because she and, doesn't know it's there it's just yeah completely yeah. oblivious to this alligator and she even like stops at the little like yeah, it takes a minute to get out, doesn't she? When takes she takes a minute to get out, agonizing. She yeah, swims to the edge yeah. and like she doesn't climb straight out. She stops and is like, and gets out. I was sitting forward in my seat, like, Ugh. yeah, it's not perfect. Out. It's the kind of thing that I, that I watched them for. Okay, Ty West is a pretty decent director. Like he knows how to create like pretty He's amazing. Bloody attention. alter, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. really well very, put together. Very yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, and then, as soon as the alligator comes in there, again, next prediction is like, maybe the alligator is going to be the real villain of the piece, but you know he's coming back. It's yeah. like, all right, you're, you're turning up again, alligator. Placid. Yeah. Um, and the, around about this time, we see the Pearl and her bubble bath foam hair. <laughs> and she's, she's like watching Maxine originally like get undressed. And there's obviously she's, she's very yeah. staring. She likes to look at Maxine. She waves at her at another point. Um, and Maxine, rather than being completely freaked out by this old woman staring at her, goes, I'm going to go and say hello. And she walks up to the house um, and gets invited in for a lovely cold, might be cold, might be room temperature, glass of lemonade. And it's sort of interspliced with the porno being shot. Oh, like, yeah, that was good as well. With the, all, so all of lemonade the, uh, too. like all Danny, all the porn, the acts like the porn bits, which were from the end resulting porn film was like we gotta be quiet because daddy's gonna be home soon and he won't be angry won't be happy and at the same time we know that dicky ticker is on his way home on his way to... home yeah the, the parallel the between shot. the two again excellent like yeah, really yeah. smart really yeah. cleverly done and like yeah because they're filming now aren't they the the build-up to the to the sex scene they've just filmed where yeah where the, the, the characters in the porn film are also having a lovely glass of lemonade and he's like much obliged. Yeah. A lovely glass yeah. of porno lemonade. Um yeah so but it the the her and Pearl are kind of kind of awkward Maxine. They're kind of just sat there staring at each other, talking a little bit. Um and then when she's about to leave, doesn't Pearl start saying things about her age and she used to be a she used to be a dancer and she was also yeah. really beautiful like her and then she Shows some gives a little touch on the gives a little touch on the side. Yeah. Gives yeah. And it seems like she's coming on to her, you know, Lady of Lady of Pearl's age, uh coming on to Maxine because she says this would be our little secret. Yeah. And Maxine, Maxine, Maxine says like what will? what will? 
Yeah. And then Thicky Ticker immediately arrives. Uh, she nips out and she she gets out the side door and then goes back in. Like Dicky Ticker is presented that he might be the dangerous, like controlling, angry, yeah. angry man at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so then there's some more sex sex scenes being shot, and it's Maxine's turn to shine. She goes and gives herself another pep talk in the mirror, doesn't she? Yeah, I say? think she snorts some coke as well. Bit, bit of coke, gotta be ready. There's a bit, bit of coke. So her sex scene is she's like uh, in this in the barn. I don't think they've even agreed with the owners that we no. we're going to be hearing some sex in your barn, in your stable no, or wherever it is. One of the guys says the coast is clear. So yeah. they're keeping keeping <laughs> yeah, an eye out. Like, sure. He's actually standing as like Wayne's standing as lookout, isn't he? He's like Yeah. Executive yeah. producer slash lookout. Yeah. Yeah. Um so she does a bit where she's riding on top of uh Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole. Um, she's the other farmer's daughter, isn't she? And she's uh been milking a cow. Yeah. And then she, and then uh, the scene, and it's like it intensifies with her. She kind of turns into Pearl at times as well, which is really yeah. kind of unnerving and strange. And then Pearl, Pearl is because Pearl is watching. Um, yeah, and we can't quite see her face though; reckon, it's a bit blurred in the glass. Is that yeah. in Pearl's imagination? Do you think? Do you reckon Pearl's watching it and thinking, "I'll have a go at that." Yeah, because there's a yeah. moment as well where Maxine turns and seems to look directly at her, and I think that is all part of pearls twisted yeah. say twisted you know fantasy you know older people yeah. have sex i don't yeah, know i was gonna say that's yeah. 95 pull pull this up here actually before we go into it like this is the next i think interesting theme of this one you mentioned when um you know we you have the interaction between the two characters and she's waving you know being off is waving at herself in uh you know as, as the two different actors and Oh yeah, so, she interacts. Meant- and is she going to be afraid? I think there's that thing, isn't it? And I'm not sure whether it's a fear in younger people of one day you might be this old, and it's something that makes people uncomfortable, yeah. or are people afraid because they don't understand what it's like to be old? So there is that kind of fear of like extremely old people, even though physically they shouldn't be intimidating in the in the least there is kind of a discomfort i think the film plays with very well um throughout it's here a, it's a two-way street as well isn't it obviously a lot of the time older people are very sort of um suspicious and cynical of younger people of very varying generations mm-hmm. but it kind of doesn't play these characters as being like that um they're very yeah it kind of reverses the roles slightly in terms of that um they're, they're painted far more as a as a threat than anybody else because really you could play if you played it from the other you could play it from the other side couldn't you if you started off with the old couple and they're like oh those people are coming to stay in the guest house and then it's like you know a, a crew shooting a porno but maybe there's a psychopath within that group they could have yeah. easily swapped swapped the uh antagonists and protagonists around in terms of the group they represented really interesting dynamics of, of that one they could have you know they, you could have explored it more i like what they explored here but you're right it could have gone any direction that's another thing for me i was thinking okay again a film that the choice the film could have made would be let's flip it around and like we'll make you worry about the old people but then logically yeah sensibly maybe it would be these old people who are afraid of what these people so again one of the things i was left thinking was 
is this going to be that they're all unnaturally afraid of each other and it's going to lead to a real Tucker and Dale situation here. Big old misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah. Big old misunderstanding. You're trying to kill us. You're trying to kill us. We're going to kill you back. Um, there is a scene now as well where Pearl goes to try and have sex with Howard, but he refuses. He says, my name's Dickie Ticker. And I've my got name's Dickie Ticker, Ticker for a reason. Yeah. My name's Dickie Ticker <laughs> for a reason. I'm here to say. My name's Dickie Ticker and I'm here to say. Does a rap sex with you today? Um, there's a there's a lot of scenes where Pearl like her, her nighty brings her nighty down to sort of slowly reveal her naked body and uh, um it's one of those things, isn't it? Because I think as an audience, we're almost supposed to be, I guess, repulsed by these scenes, but in a way, it's like they're quite this character is like kind of exposing herself in more ways than one um and appear in a certain way but even at this point i was still not quite understanding what was going to happen i was a bit like right this is a horror movie but is it just about a horny old lady trying to get in get in your pants yeah yeah it's one of those things as well isn't it you're right like i think very deliberately so that the reaction to the character sells the fact that you're I guess the intention is, or the expectation is that you'll be disturbed or revolted by this, by by an old lady exposing a naked body in the, in the thing. Yeah, I'll tell you what, during lockdown, Boris Johnson had his face on TV every single day. Got him. Um, but, um, but yeah, re- realistically, <laughs> like, yeah, does that then cause you to reflect on, on yourself saying... Uh, it's just like uh, an old lady. Am I? Are those three fingers pointing back at me? I'm disgusting. That mm. I'm so intolerant. But yeah, it, I think it is presented the fact that this will somehow be psychologically damaging or or you know painful if you were to see this old lady strip off. But you're right. She's after some sex with Dicky Ticker, and he points out, "Thought I want to." Heart won't won't take it. And she's put uh, she's put blue eye makeup on especially um but he can't he can't do it he's having none of it so she goes up to bed he's like the second i get an erection my heart will explode you know that i told i told you that when you married me <laughs> he's having to do lots of resource management and he's like look i can i've got i've only got so much blood left at this point at 95 i can i can dedicate it to <laughs> erection or heart what what would you prefer what would you prefer she's like well, probably erection um so yeah then the crew the film crew are relaxing in the farmhouse after the first day of the shoot i'm assuming there's supposed to be more than one day of the shoot right but you know things go crazy um and lorraine played by jenna ortega who's played as this sort of like i mean there's been a couple of looks from her when she's watching during the certain porno scenes where she seems to be kind of like, oh, maybe I enjoy this a little bit. Um, but then in this sequence, after after the musical number, she does admit she wants to be in the porno. And yeah. Uh, yeah. everyone's pretty pretty keen for her to be in it, apart from her boyfriend, the director, who kind of pe- who kind of tries to palm it off as oh, it's gonna affect the shoot, it's gonna it's not gonna make it. sense in terms of the story. Kind of sets a perfect trap, doesn't she? Because she's like, Well, doesn't it bother? Because um Maxine is the producer Wayne's girlfriend in in the story. I'm sure we've mentioned that. And then obviously she has had sex with the star of the porn film, Jackson Hole. Um, And she's kind of set it up saying, well, 
does it not does it not bother you that your girlfriend's having sex with another guy and RJ, like a fool, walks into that <laughs> trap? Is that no? It's different when the cameras run in. It's just you know it's a professional thing, and they're and they're all they're all too you know it's not about who you love. Like sex is a very different thing, and there's a there's an act of sex and there's an act of love, and then I was like yeah we're, we're, we're into it, and then this is when she does the big reveal. So. Actually, like I, I understand audiences like sex. You've said you're making uh, a meaningful, like really well-made porn film, so it's not just any old trash. Mm. And that sex is not the same as as love. And you think this is all great, so I'll be in it. Thanks, because this guy has got an absolutely bonzer willy, and I'd love to go on it. <laughs> That's exactly so. it. I think he does. I think. Uh, Bobby Lynn does say, "We've seen you looking at him; it's absolutely fine." And uh, she's just like, "I gotta get, my, I gotta get myself some of that." Um, I want to go, on, as, I wanna as, go as, on that. As soon as the musical number ends, she says it. It's like the musical number ends, and there's that dead air moment where you expect someone to say, "That was lovely," but she says, "I want to be in a fucking porn film, please." <laughs> and all the others, apart from RJ, are right up for it. Like the, you know. Um, Maxine and Bobby, then they're like, right, let's get, let's go and get you into some, into some makeup. Let's get the, let's get everything ready. Um, RJ is not happy. He asks, great on it uh, as well. I want to be in the porn film. Well, let's shoot it right this second. Yeah, yeah. And you're right, um, Wayne is. The, the, RJ is kind of been like, oh, can't just change the story halfway through. It'll make no sense. Yeah. They they shoot the scene. Uh, we don't see any of it. We see like the build up to it. And then automatically after that, we see RJ crying in the shower. Like Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. His eyes um, are like popping out of his skull, uh, RJ, when he's in the shower. You cry and too he, hard. Yeah, he, he cries his eyes all the way out. As I say, crying your eyes out. That's what, that's what happened. That's where that came yeah. from. At some point in the past, I'm someone cried so hard, their eyes fell out. <laughs> eyes slipped out. He's close yeah. to doing it. Took like uh, back in. After a shower... He decides maybe he's crying because he's used that uh, minty shower gel all over his nuts, and they're kind of burning. I was used original source. Oh, original source shower gel in the bollocks! Oh, God! <laughs> Are you crying in there because your girlfriend just had sex on film with a porn star? No, original source. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and you had to operate the camera. She so had to get right in there. Oh yeah, of course. Right in there. That. Like, what kind of porno is that? So clearly he's trying to he's, he's trying to do it in art fully like, so he's got all the angles it's one of his little he's got one of his little doctor's cameras on the end of a, like a little wire a <laughs> little endoscope um it's an ass <laughs> uh we didn't think of that like obviously he's trying to play himself off to be this kind of big experimental um porno director sex positive dude but as soon as his girlfriend's involved obviously they have yeah it's, it's it's a it's a bit it unfair changed. because they don't have a chance to talk about it, just the two of them. She kind of drops it on him in the middle of this. And he's not like a particularly unlikable character. No. He hasn't done anything particularly wrong. So I don't know if he was maybe more of a bit of a douche. He did, or he did call her frigid or something at some point. Stop being so frigid. And then she said, said to him. When did you become such a, such a prude? She says that, yeah, she says the exact same thing to him as well she's yeah. got him she'd said it's, it's yeah. an absolute because... masterclass and he'd been enjoying himself beforehand because when they filmed the first scene got a lovely little laugh at our cinema this bit when they filmed the first scene and wayne comes out he says, have you seen this feel how hard oh, my yeah. dick is and he like cracks oh, yeah. Him on the yeah yeah and he does 
yeah. But yeah, he's he's not he's not into it anymore. He's having a bad time. Yeah. So he um he goes to the uh van, he's just gonna leave them. He sticks on Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. Um yep. good, and good then, driving music. There's interesting driving away music shot here where he um he goes to drive, then Pearl's in the way, and the camera kind of zooms right up into Pearl's face. I mean, this is maybe the first time we see her properly close up. Like, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my friend who I went to watch it with, he actually jumps. Like, he actually jumps scared. I asked him about it afterwards, and he said the film had just been like a normal kind of drama, like a fun drama about the porn industry for so long. I'd kind of forgotten it was a horror movie. And then that kind of happens where it kind of camera zooms and he said, it just, just scared me. Just wasn't yeah, expecting it. It does, it does make you jump a little bit. It made me jump earlier in the film when when um, she's running away from, from Pearl's house and then she runs into Wayne. It got me. I was like, fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know what's happened up to this point. Obviously, she's tried to have sex with Howard. He's rejected her. And what, now she's gone... That's fucking it. If one more person rejects me, I'm losing my shit. Yeah. I'm going to be in this stabbing motion with my knife. If someone you happens to be in front of me who doesn't want to have sex, to be their fair, own I still, fault. I still wasn't sure, like, especially with the lighting that we have in this scene. In my mind, I was like, is there still going to be more to this? Is she going to be a Dracula? Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, it seemed like yeah. it, there was leanings of supernaturalness. I thought maybe she was going to get younger because she was an old person. I mean, young person in old person makeup. Like yeah. it's the that in that in itself is a check of young person, old person makeup. Like you yeah. expect that to be a plot point, but it it wasn't. It was just it was like in Suspiria when you had uh, what's the I'm face? Thinking exactly the same. Yeah. Why? Just Tilda just, just, just an old cosmic. man. Yeah. Just, yeah, Tilda was not, she was already in that makeup. We just thought whilst you're in that, do the few scenes, Tilda. And then yeah. she's like, I will, I will. You will. already done them. I don't know. I just, <laughs> it's one of these things. I know this was a very deliberate, a deliberate choice because we wanted the same actor for the parallels. Um, but when when other times you could just you just have one old character, pretty sure there's tons of old actors. Yeah, but I, th- I think they maybe were trying to go for that unna- unnatural old look. Like, yeah. Th- yeah. I don't know. Walking corpse. Yeah. Because it, it definitely didn't seem normal looking. And I think that kind of added to it. If they looked like just normal old people and we were supposed to be just like a little bit grossed out by it, I don't know. Maybe that would have been just too much. There was something, it was almost like there was something of a tragedy of how old she was. Almost looked like she didn't, f- like, deep down she still had these urges she still wanted to do these things but her body wouldn't necessarily allow her to do those things and obviously her partner as well um and i guess the, one of the horrors of that was that there were these people in the prime of their sexual being flaunting, suddenly it. flaunting <laughs> it right in front of her who was gagging for it and i guess there's the fear as a two-way street it's obviously her being um terrified of the fact of how old she's got and the fact that her life isn't what she would expect it to be and for the young people to see her like that and say, like, well, that's going to be me one day. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be able to get... I mean, uh, Wayne flaunting his erection around for anyone to grab. And Howard can't, can't even... Can't, even, can't even, can't even Can't even get one because it'll take the precious blood from his heart. Whereas yeah. Pearl, with her matey soap bubbles hair, is absolutely DTF. Yeah. She's out there. <laughs> She's absolutely DTF. Is the sort of the theme of this movie murder people and if you can't get hard on murder people and then you'll be able to 
Yeah, yeah like yeah. nature's Viagra. The importance of hobbies. Like if you can't yeah. do sex anymore, then just find something else to do. Yeah. Um, and that's what she does, and that's what she does now. So she is with RJ and says, Oh, let me um let me show that I'm still good enough. Let me show you what I can do. And she goes to Did strip say, off. Let me show you what I'm capable of, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think she kind of shows she unzips a blouse or something. And then RJ uh, kind of recoils. That, that blouse should just be on Velcro. Because the amount yeah. of times it comes down. Should be on pop, like the popper trousers. Remember those like pop clip things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> get yourself, like get yourself some trousers. poppers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, also, like, her stabbing, if she was an action figure, this stabbing action hand would be so quick. Straight in the neck. Yeah, those stabs are like... Super brutal, yeah. So obviously, because RJ recoils and says, "Like, no, I don't, don't fancy giving you one." She's like, "I'll no, give you it. one. I'll give you one. A bloody yeah. knife." Um, stabs the shit out of him. How many stabs do we get? And they're really brutal, close up, and yeah. the blood is spraying onto the headlights, and yeah. sprays blood everywhere, and just there's a lot of like, sexual imagery. Lots yeah. of sexual imagery, even in like the, the murder sequences with her mounting him and the, the spraying of bodily fluids onto a surface. Yeah. Um, as the blood goes on the, the on the headlights. It's just a little dance. <laughs> Stabs him to custom. Oh, yeah, she does a joke. She does a joker dance. Does a joker dance, yeah. <laughs> it's a joker dance. I was like, yeah. hang on a minute, was this directed by Tom Phillips? What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. Oh god. <laughs> I was thinking it was more like the one in the bathroom. Remember the one where he like goes. I was thinking that, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 Whatever that is. I've just done a murder. Now I'm going to do a dance. The metamorphosis. Maybe it was a similar sort of thing. You know, that was supposed to represent the uh, Arthur Fleck metamorphosizing. (laughs) Metamorphosizing. What what word is that? Metamorphosizing. Metamorphosizing. Into the Joker. Maybe this was supposed to represent Pearl turning from just a horny old lady oh. into horny murderous old lady. But I think she's already murderous, don't she? We find out a little bit later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. She's she's been doing murders for. Yeah, there's been some recent. There's already done some recent murders, including including Herbie the Love Boat. We find his body shortly. Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> Herbie, no. <laughs> for god's sake i mean it's never in any horror movie when there's a a selection of cars you know no one thinks maybe just collects cars for parts it's always they've killed loads of people they've killed loads of them i just love cars cars. i I buy loads of cars for scrap no i do do them up and flip them no you've killed them all what's that what's that car doing in the lake fell in nah don't believe you don't believe you the alligator's (laughs) I've been neighbours for so long, got you a car. If um, he only had that car when he was trying to kill Maxine, he would have got that. He could have caught, caught her, yeah. Just driving <laughs> up, leaving out the window. Beep, 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 snap. <laughs> uh, got run over in a lake. <laughs> so, RJ. <laughs> So this is like RJ's been what? knifed up. Um, Lorraine wakes up in bed and RJ is gone. So this, she wants to look for him. This bit where like everyone just kind of went looking for the next person and then someone else woke up and went, oh, that person's missing. I mean, like this bit, I was a bit 
not are not as into as the rest of the film. It felt sorry, wait, like, which bit? You know, sorry, just where like one person wakes up. Where's RJ? Gonna go find him. Then, oh yeah. Then uh, Jackson wakes up, and he yeah. goes looking with Howard. It just felt like everyone was getting drawn out one by one. You kind of knew what was going to happen to each character. This is where it got a bit. It was a bit I wrote, wasn't it? At this point, mm. I mean, mm. there was a, a Home Alone reference. I don't know if Ty West meant this, but with the nail sticking out of the floor. Oh yeah. Oh, that was pretty. Cool. <laughs> yeah, she gets yeah. she gets harried. Yeah. Um, no, sorry, Wayne. Wayne, Wayne in his harried. brilliant in his, in his brilliant pants. I'm gonna murder that kid. Oh yeah, it's this tighty white pants. Lorraine, Lorraine, she gets um like Lorraine gets Wayne up out of bed and goes, "Oh, help us find RJ." And he goes, oh, "All right, fine, I'll I'll help you, I'll help you talk him down if he's gone off to cry his eyes out so much. If he if he cries too much, they'll come out. He won't be able to find his way home." So he um so they go so they go looking. Lorraine goes to the house. Um, and it, it encounters old man Howard, Dicky. Encounters Dicky Ticker with his tricky dick. Yeah, <laughs> tricky, <laughs> tricky Dicky Ticker. Because um, he does some tricks right now. Yeah. While um, while Wayne goes back to the barn, and they say he he proper quiet places it. Steps on a big old nail. Yeah, steps on a yeah. nail. And then this this is quite good because we get like a nice silhouette of Pearl approaching with a um, pitchfork. Pitchfork. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, obviously, this kill is very obvious. What's going to happen? I mean, what you were saying earlier, Ben, is like there's like no struggle in a lot of these deaths. Like we 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 can it's like telegraph what's going to happen. Obviously, something's going to poke through those holes into his eyeballs. Oh yeah, of course, that's what happens. Yeah, the holes in the eyeballs. And it's it's Jams just him. it's not not really very surprising. I mean, it's still quite quite satisfying, I guess. Uh, but then, like she after she stuck him in the face, she comes and just puts some hay on top of him, just little yeah, yeah. very simple of hay. Yeah. <laughs> no one will ever know it was him. No one ever know he was there. Yeah. Um, whereas uh, Jenny Ortega doesn't. Uh, Dicky, what's his name? Ricky Dickie, Tricky Ricky Tricky Ticker says, "Oh." And this is going to sound weird, but my I've got one torch. You help me. We'll go and help me look for your boyfriend. Also look for my wife because she's also missing. Maybe they're together somewhere. Um, Awkward. I have one torch up here. I keep the other torch down in the dark basement. Don't ask me why. Um, I, I keep it. I keep it down there. Will you? Will you just pop down and um, grab it for me? And I she think does. She is like you got to be fucking kidding me because like pitch black down there as well. She goes down, um, gets the torch, and then on the way back out, she's locked in. Only see, then thought, does she go downstairs and find out. I thought this was going to be like a fake out, like it was going to be. We keep thinking, oh, something's going to happen to her in the basement. Oh no, it actually isn't. Silly us for thinking that the old people were. I oh, know we'd already seen the murder, but you know, I was hoping that perhaps it was going to paint um, Howard as being completely innocent in the in the whole situation. Um, but no, she he locks her in. Um, She's shouting, and then when she goes downstairs to actually look around, she finds a previously murdered. Well, all people murdered have been murdered previously, but <laughs> she finds a, a dead one they body killed hanging. earlier. His tackle um, out, meeting yeah, two veg out. First, first penis of the movie, and we've had loads of boobs already. So, um, yeah. good on so you, Ty. Equal opportunities. This, this was obviously what the police were looking at in the first in the first scene, right? 
Yeah, I think so. You should yeah. go. I don't know. I was I was expecting something else as well. I was expecting something mental. Oh yeah, I was expecting because like the guy, the detective was like, "Holy, holy Jesus, God. fucking well, Christ! I can't believe what I'm seeing." And then when I like saw stra- it, I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh. Yeah. Well, he's like strapped oh, man, up with then. a belt. He's like strapped up with a belt. He's he's strapped up with a belt and stuff. He's naked. You have to imagine 1979 strangle wanking people to death was probably quite new. Yeah, Hutchins. Yeah. Uh, I I would have gone. <laughs> You're right. You're hey. you're you're right. Yeah. Oh, hey. oh he's dead. Yeah. Well, um, who, who's to know? I felt I felt like there could have been more going on in the basement. Uh, like maybe more than one body. Hmm. But it, it looked like a, I don't know, pretty run of the mill sex torture dungeon to me, to my <laughs> eyes. And they get him up there. Those two old. Yeah, people. they can't even get it. Like across the garden without can't even get a penis up, let alone well, a, a well, whole poly- man and, and a penis. Well, pulley system. They obviously attached him to the to the strangle wanking rack and just hoisted him up mm. with a series of levers and pulleys. That's probably about yeah. right. If he can build that though, he should just build a sex machine for, for Pearl to enjoy. You yeah, know? like a Japanese doll thing. Yeah. Just like one of those um dildos on a motor. <laughs> On an exercise bike, and if she's like, yeah, on an exercise bike, and then she can get her get her steps in as well as getting pounded <laughs> to, to dust. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what what engineering capabilities they had in 1970. Well, they had police systems; they can pull people yeah. up to <laughs> kill them with. Um, I don't know if it's it's about it's around here now, but Jenny Ortega does a here's Johnny moment. She like oh, yeah. axes away through the door. And as soon as she put her hand through that hole, I was like, that's getting mangled. Someone's some going to bash your hands gre- Someone's going to green room you, aren't they? They're going to bash your fingers. Green room. That scene in green room is so horrendous. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what he pulls back out of that? Oh. I mean, after, oh man. Yeah. I need to watch that film again. That's great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, I mean, it's still quite effective in this one. That hand's got, I mean, what is he hitting him with? The butt of the shotgun. Butt of the shotgun. Yeah. It smashes a hand, like breaks, like. breaks one yeah. of the fingers at least. Yeah. To like, like a crumpled mess. It reminds, yeah. It's, the uh, thing is, like, he does it and then she's like very slowly goes, ah, fuck yeah. And it's just like slowly kind of, pull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if yeah. you like bang your, if you crack your finger on the door or stuff, you yank it back oh, yeah, so yeah. quick. Yeah. Hey, fucker. <laughs> Ow, you fucker. Ow, and again. Ow, and again. Ow, and again. Leave me alone. I'm putting it back in. <laughs> He's like, you just stay in the basement and you've chopped my door. Thanks. When he when he says stay in the basement, I would have thrown the axe. I mean, it's easy to do. Anyone can do it. I would have thrown the axe perfectly through that gap so it lands straight in his noggin. Yeah. Why, why did she do that? She should have done that. What I would have done is like I would have thrown the axe. It would have hit the like edge of the door, spam right, and it landed on my foot. <laughs> no! your, na- your neighbour turned up behind you. Yeah, and then you fall in, and then you what have fall, you done there? Fall in down there. Probably give me that axe, Ben. You know you're not safe with them. Um, you'd have like fallen down the stairs, Harry and Marv style. Yeah. Somehow there'd have been tar on the stairs, and your shoes and the socks would have been off. Why did you take your shoes off? Fan like covered in feathers, <laughs> <laughs> and then someone puts a track. The neighbors there to put a tractor on your head. <laughs> the neighbors there to just go. You go, bed <laughs> What a laugh! What a laugh! Oh fuck! Crowbar the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so then, so then uh, 
tricky, 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 dicky, 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 tricky. No, it wasn't tricky. Dicker, dick. Dicky Howard. Tricker. Wait, his name's Howard. Howard. Is, Howard, Howard. Dicky Tricker. Howard. Dicky. Howard. Dicky Ticker. Dicky Ticker. Dicky Ticker. He's tricky. Howard. I can keep saying it. <laughs> Howard is almost how hard. How hard. How hard. The answer is zero. How hard. Zero. <laughs> how, how hard. Not at all. Flaccid. Flaccid. <laughs> flaccid. It's like playing pool. Uh, Wait, flaccid. Instead of a cue, you're using a piece of rope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with some lovely spaghetti. That's how flaccid he is. Can't even thumb it in. Thumb it in a softy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like stuffing a load of plasticine into a mould. That's, 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 yeah. <laughs> Trying okay. to fill a pillowcase with blancmange. But here's the thing, like, he goes to see... <laughs> So he goes to ask Jackson to help him locate Pearl. And it, and it is officially being rubbed in his face now because Jackson, um, it was a man who was hung like an oxen, opens the door and he's like, what do you want? And she's like, oh, can you help me find my wife? I can't get an erection, um, but you're stood there. Jackson is, is still swinging about. It is like, well, no, I haven't got an erection, Howard. Look, this is just, this is just me normally. Yeah. You're swinging around like a metronome. And... Uh, <laughs> I wondered at this point, and did you guys pick up on this? When um, the penis, when, Jackson, yeah, I saw it. when Jackson goes, <laughs> no, I was more interested in the product placement. When he goes for a lovely drink of milk, um, before, yeah, but when he's just going to the fridge, he just wakes up thirsty. Um, a lovely drink of full fat milk will quench any food. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lovely glass of ice cold milk. He doesn't think about. I want that for our cereal in the morning. No, you don't care. He doesn't. Live, you're not that close to the shops. Um, but he, he goes up for a lovely drink of milk. But on the mi- milk box, there's a couple of missing people. I wonder yeah. if they, oh, yeah. they it, the people. It, it, it was, yeah. It was. He had the same like mustache, like facial hair as the guy in the uh, sex dungeon. Okay. Yeah. So That's it was. It. Yeah, it was that man and the love bug Herbie was the other picture that was on there. <laughs> Herbie, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, he doesn't rumble it because yeah, Howard comes up to him. How hard. When was the last Herbie movie? Oh, do, do you remember a Herbie movie with Lindsay Lohan? Mm. Yeah. Herbie, fully loaded. If you give me a year of the movie, you get 10 points. 2001. Oh, no. No. Bit, bit later. Uh, 2010. How old is Lindsay Lohan in this one? Is she like a kid actress? Or... No, she's yeah. like eight, 17, 18, right? She's old enough to drive a love bug. Like Mean Girls kind of uh, yeah. age. I guess I've got 2005 or something. Ding, ding, ding. Spot on. 10 points. <laughs> 10 points. Uh, yeah, but Herbie's floating in the in the river. Um, the alligator's not been driving him. He's so ungrateful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. MOT, MOT's expired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I took myself out of the movie as soon as he came up. thought, Herbie, no. Um, but then he finds the... <laughs> Howard's torch is oh um Jackson doesn't have a torch he's gonna he was in the marine side so I don't need a torch I'm used to working around in the dark once a marine always a marine yeah <laughs> you ask a marine excellent night vision carrots all day long yeah you don't you say something like he spent a lot of time um looking for landmines in looking for landmines in the Vietnam, Vietnam. War yeah yeah 
<laughs> Looking for landmines in Vietnam, completely separate to the war. <laughs> just to find any. <laughs> oh, here's another one. Um, so, so ha- uh, how hard disappears for a second, right? And he and uh, his um, Jackson sees the torch, and it's like in the lake, and he thinks, "Oh God, uh, how hard has fallen in." Like Herbie, he's probably trying to. He's seen Herbie, and he's trying to get him yeah. out, and he's fallen in. As he went through that, I was, I was definitely thinking alligator's going to get him at some point. This is the yeah. whole thing. But then it doesn't. Uh, Jackson gets back up and then suddenly How Hard is right behind him. And he says, once a Marine, always a Marine. Because maybe How Hard was in the Marines as well. Yeah, he was in the army. He's been in, he'd been in both wars, I think, his wife. Um, yeah, it looks like it. It. Yeah, yeah. it looks like he's been in all of them, yeah. Been in the wars for sure. <laughs> he's only 28. Yeah, again, like he, uh, Jackson dies. I don't know. There's like no struggle at all. Again, with no struggle, it just felt it's what just felt unfair. Maybe it was supposed to be like that. You know, we we're supposed to believe that, you know, because they're so old, everyone lets their guard down to such a degree that even when he's got a shotgun, and they're yeah. dead, I suppose you wouldn't just automatically assume everyone was out to murder you. But still, um. Yeah, it's uh, it's, dis- it's disappointing. And I think the way that Jackson goes, and also the way that now Brittany gets got, is also pretty. I mean, yeah, yeah, disappointing. So um, what happens to her? So she, she goes out to she wakes. Oh, I see. No. Um, while this is happening, Pearl is yeah. doing the the little little thing that people do when like the kids mention they do, and you know, they creep into their parents' bed in the night. This is what this is what Pearl does to um, to Maxine right now. So she gets in. She's like, I'll "Sleep in your bed." Clearly, say no if it's not all right. Say no, it's not right. Okay. Gets in with her, and then is like, but gets little... in naked. Yeah. Well. Oh, I said, "Oh, I sleep naked." Sorry, that's how I am. Uh, gets you in. You can't and deal then... with it. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say no. Say no. Clearly, to me getting in bed with you. Okay then, she gets in, <laughs> and she starts with um, starts with like you know a bit of stroking, on you know a bit of stroking on the back, Poor doesn't play. wake her up. So before you know, it, she's gumming all her hair and all sorts, giving her right old sniffing. <laughs> that's the next. That's the next step, gumming her hair. Well, Oof. you like that, do you? You like that? Like, you like that touching, do you? Hair's getting gummed. Squeezing a bum in the bed. She's doing all all sorts of things. Yeah. Maxine. Yeah. Mr. Ventura. I <laughs> oh silver. <laughs> um Maxine wakes up and screams. As you would. You would, wouldn't you? I mean, if you wake up and there's a old load of bubble bath <laughs> next to your head, you'd be like, like shit. Like eating your hair. <laughs> Oh, load of bubble bath foam. Someone's been at the matey. Um, and of course, non-consensual touching. Uh, don't matter how old you are, 95. Get old enough to know better. You ju- old enough to know better, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so get that consent before you start touching or getting into bed with anyone naked. Um, <laughs> so she screams, runs away. and Yeah, Paul just run- does one. She's like, just runs out of the room for a bit. She oh, like, yeah. She's she like looks like she floated out of the room in this one. I was a bit like, whoa, it's creepy. She kind of yeah. like just walked skateboard. You can see oh the skateboard. yeah, she's not into me. <laughs> skateboard. How many times? To be fair, how many times can you get rejected? 
that's I mean, she must be her confidence is shot to shit. Yeah. If this was a um if this was like a late nineties, early two thousands thing, Pearl would be the real underdog. Just I just can't get laid. If she was played by Jason Biggs. Yeah. Um, bisexual like, oh. <laughs> bisexual elderly woman. Um played by Steve Carell. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a college movie about how she has a right to sex too. She goes back to college. Not fair. All those bullies just to have sex. <laughs> to get laid. Yeah. Van Wilder uh, like helps her find her groove. Van Alder. Yeah. There's, a, there's a KY there's a KY jelly wrestling scene. Uh beer beer bong scene. Will Ferrell turns up for a, <laughs> a cameo. streaking session. Probably ends up sleeping. Streaking. Probably ends up sleeping with Sean William Scott, and that's who she ends up with at the end. <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. But he's disgusted by the initial act of sex, but then realizes the error of his ways falls in love with her as a person rather than how she looks physically. Yeah. Learns a lot about himself along the way in like a shallow howl like scenario. Yeah. Uh, and then gets married to a 95 year old woman who dies immediately. <laughs> immediately afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everyone That's... goes, you were just wanting her for the money. And then he yeah. rips up the the will or whatever. Says, I <laughs> never wanted it. I never wanted any money. All I wanted was her. And now she's dead. And every time I have a bubble bath, I'll be reminded. <laughs> well, you can recreate her. Yeah, sculptor. <laughs> then she'll disappear like Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> he stands at the bathtub crying every time he watches her get in the plug hole. <laughs> Classic Pearl. Uh, poor old pal. Oh, um, so Pearl, Pearl does one. Um, Brittany goes out <laughs> after her. Brittany goes out after her and finds her sort of standing naked on the on the dock. Yeah. And yeah. she does a little bit of patronising. She goes, come on. Well, first she tries to be kind. She goes, chill it out, have a blanket on. This then... is the bit where Ben went for a wee-wee. Yeah, I missed right. this oh, bit. so you missed I, this I, bit. I, I have been filled in. Not I literally. Pardon, but... you beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we haven't made a pearl necklace joke about pearl yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was saving that. <laughs> She's absolutely gagging for a pearl necklace, Pearl. That's where she gets her name. Her name is actually Anna. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because Maxine takes the necklace off because she. Oh no, it isn't. It's um, Lorraine that takes the necklace off because she has a Jesus on, doesn't she? Oh, she takes yeah, it off yeah. to do the porno. Before she does a porn scene, yeah. But it's Jesus not Pearl's don't. necklace, so. Um... I just don't want to watch. It's not <laughs> Chekhov's, Chekhov's pearl necklace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, says God's going to sit this one out like the Punisher. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> um yeah, yeah so sorry. um Bobby Lynn. So yeah, Bobby Bobby Lynn, Brittany. Um Bobby Lynn goes out, she patronizes um Pearl a little bit and says, Oh, you know, my my nan is absolutely <laughs> Coco Loco as well. So I understand that you get confused. Coco and, Loco. Um, and uh Pearl says, Don't give me that, you absolute slag. Um, you've been flaunting it around here all the time. You've got me absolutely horned up rotten. And then you seem to have a problem. When I snuggle up with your friend in bed, where do you get off, mate? Um, Bobby then <laughs> goes to call um, Pearl a bitch. She loses a temper with her, but before she can deliver that line, she shoves her into the water and the alligator's right there and absolutely death rolls the shit out of her. Yeah, we don't really oh. see, see it completely, do we? I mean, it's, it's kind of... Uh... 
uh, obscured by the thrashing, bubbling water that's getting increasingly bloody. But it looks like uh, the alligator's definitely like Roly Poly in the water. Yeah, it's definitely got her. She, there's no, there's no odds about her not being in there. Yeah, there's no coming back. No and then we hear the car drive off and the alligator <laughs> with a cigarette <laughs> in his mouth. You hear like <laughs> <laughs> drives away. Back home. See you later. My work's done. Same time next week, Paul. Yep. All right. See in a bit. And they're they're off. Um, at this point, Maxine is still in the house, um, but she doesn't know what like things are going well. I think she stops for a little bit more cocaine here, yeah, because she needs to be strong to the finish. Yeah, she just stops for it's the pre-final boss, uh, the save room. Right. Room, yeah. I'm gonna blast. Of... The I'm gonna buff myself with some coke now to make sure I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. And then Pearl and Howhard, uh, <laughs> Dicky Dicker, come in, and they I said, "Oh, Howard's not living it first. It's like, oh, blooming hell, killing people's a hassle, isn't it?" And he's like, "Well, I just want to know that." You find me as feeling beautiful. I guess I do. She says, Oh, you just said, No, I think you're the best when I first met you. And I around, Uh... nothing's ever going to keep me down. And she says, Well, things have been keeping you down, Howard. I'd rather you get up. And he goes, All right, then. Um, I do still want you. I do still fancy you. So prove it. I will have sex with you, but I'm not sure my heart can take it. And she goes, look, you've mentioned having a heart attack it, three or four times now. It definitely, it's definitely not going to happen. You're not going to have a heart attack. Stop suggesting it. My heart can't take it. She says, it can. I go, all right, Dr. Pearl. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, all it took was just to me to just ignore it. Okay, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't going to come, because it's not you that's going to have a heart attack if you put too much strain in your heart, is it? It's me. Is it, oh, and your heart can take it. Um, so probably the most graphic sex of the film. Uh, I don't know. We see butt cheeks clenching. We see some bum thrusting and, and yeah. relaxing, and then yeah. clenching, relaxing, and clenching. Uh, but that's about it. We don't see any semen or, or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no semen. Yeah. It's kind. Of, I mean, it's quite for two murderous elderly people. It's done, I guess, quite tastefully, realistically. How it would probably be, which is just nice view from the semen. Nice view from the ceiling, humpy, yeah. humpy, ringy Missionary. Bum. Missionary, f- tongue diddle, front diddle. It's all that was invented then. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. 1979. Yeah. Only three positions have been invented then. Wait, when did the cover sutra come out? We've seen, we've come out. Like, when did it come out? When was it released? <laughs> when was it released on Amazon? Um, yeah. I mean, he's not the only one. I mean, I felt, I felt rough for... Um, you know, uh, for for Jackson, I mean, he'd filmed at least three sex scenes of the day. He would have been spuffing dust by the end of by the end <laughs> of that day. And Howard, it's probably all he's got left. All those years in the game, yeah, nothing. He was like a completely empty Hoover bag by the end of it, <laughs> spuffing yeah. dust. <laughs> <laughs> Just came out like a big old. Ball of a big old cloud of talcum powder, <laughs> a big wheeze. Um, but turns out that, um, 
while these guys are on the bed, Maxine is under the bed. Yeah. She's going to be feeling like she's having a pretty bad trip right now. Oh, yeah. But to be fair, she doesn't like... I thought she was going to stay there for like the whole duration of it. But luckily she does get the hell out of there. Crawls out and is able to get back to the main house to try and begin an escape. Um, and starts by getting uh, Lorraine out of the basement in the house. Yeah. yeah. Whose hand has been mudged. Smushed. Yeah. yeah. Smushed. Lorraine, I liked her character. I don't, I don't think she particularly acted well in this moment. Just like ran straight out. Yeah. And screaming. I think she has be quiet. And she's like, who are you to tell me to be quiet? Look at the state of my hand. Yeah, she's like, I hate you. <laughs> That's hate my favorite bitch. I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she just, as soon as she steps out onto the, uh, the stoop, she gets blasted away. I, don't th- I think we get to see a bit of her face. She's like still alive, like yeah. gargling on her blood and stuff, but she doesn't like she didn't. I mean, yeah, she's... she's not going to do a scream on this one. Yeah. She's not going to make it. Yeah, she's um... been full blasted with the shotgun. Good shotgun in this movie. Yeah. You yeah. really feel like it's a powerful weapon. Yeah. yeah. Very scary. Um, um, then... The guys uh, come like into the house. Well, they, they come into the house. They don't know. Um, they don't know that she's also in there. That as far as they're concerned, Lorraine has just escaped. And he's like, oh, blooming hell, I told her to stay in the basement so we could murder her more easily later. They don't know Maxine is 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 in there. So um, so Dickie Ticker and Pearl are on the way, are on the back and says, well, Gizand getting her in the house then. Um, so I'll just leave her there. So right, no one's going to come. Say no, you can't just because so it doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter. If, um, it doesn't matter if Maxine has escaped. Now we've got each other again. It's one of those things, isn't it? You have all these plans, and then you have sex, and it's like oh, probably won't bother. They've got that. They've yeah. got that post orgasm clarity now. Yeah, and they're just <laughs> oh like, God. what have I done? They're just like. Oh, we, really no, we should. We should. We should tidy this up. So, give us and getting these things. Give us and getting Lorraine inside. As they're bringing her in, we get that close up on her face, and she does a spooky gargle. Which, oh, after yeah. all that, gives gives Dicky Ticker Dickie's... a heart attack. Yeah, Jekyll's heart attack. Was it that, or was it the post sex come down where his heart was going? You know what? I am going to give a bit of both. Pretty bit of both. And then Dickie's ticker ticked no more. Yeah. Stop uh, short, never to go again when yeah. the old man died. And he does, he dies like instantly. Yeah, that's it. I kind of thought he's uh, going to come back. I thought we were going to get um, like a... I don't know. It seemed like he, he wasn't dead all the way. Um, gonna be a, there's going to be a don't breathe too situation. He'll be the hero next time. <laughs> uh, so and then uh, Figgy's got the gun... She pulled the pistol from the from yeah. the glove box. She now steps out. Um, Pearl says, "Oh, Gizand, will you? He's he's dying." She goes, "Yeah, don't care, mate. Um, where are the keys?" They have a little bit of a standoff where Pearl goes for the shotgun. Maxine goes to fire at her, but uh, as Wayne revealed early in the film, it ain't even loaded, so it doesn't go off. Yeah. Um, Pearl then, grabs the shotgun. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, this is pretty funny. This is great. Um, Maxine is able to kind of duck and cover at the last second, but being a frail old lady that's made eighty percent of bubble bath, firing a shotgun blasts <laughs> her right out the door. Shit, and it breaks her hip. Oh, good for yeah. Which Howard even said earlier on, he was like, if she falls, she could break a hip. So that's once again Chekhov's hip. Chekhov's hip. <laughs> Chekhov's broken hip. Yeah. Don't fire a shotgun. I mean, her form was all wrong, clearly. She just completely... She puts it like a... <laughs> Put it fires her out like it's a broomstick, not a boomstick. <laughs> that's how she gets um... around. You... That's how she gets around, usually. <laughs> around the farm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a skateboard and a shotgun. <laughs> Um, wow. So, um, Maxine heads outside. Paul goes, Oh, geez, mate, I, we were having a laugh before, but I broke my hip. Will you give us a hand? And she goes, Nah, gets in the car, reverses over her head, and then oh, yeah. um, speeds off, listening to, her, listening to her music. And is it this point we get the reveal? Because when the guys put the telly on earlier to drown out the rain shouting, I think the it's the next morning we see it. So ah, I think we do good. see the t- we do see the TV with like the the pastor, the preacher dude talking all about um, sin and all that stuff. Um, we do see that, but I don't think it's until the next morning that we close up on the TV again, and it's revealed that Maxine is the daughter of this Christian family who's the preacher who are doing these speeches, yeah. the preacher, and it shows a picture of her. It's definitely her because the little cluster of freckles. Um, and then after that, the police discover. RJ's camera and go, what yeah. could this contain? Horror so movie, they say. Spook, spooky horror movie. There's a bit yeah, the end it's nice going to be one goddamn horror picture or something like that. There's a bit the end that goes to the detective, so what do you think happened here? He says, I've got a fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah got that. No it's idea. great. Yeah, I love that. I fair shake. It was, um, I, didn't, I didn't see this until I was looking at reviews and stuff. There's a post credit sequence. Did, oh, I didn't stick around for it. Did you guys? I think there's uh, a no, post. Uh, I believe now. I don't know if it's true. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think there was a post-credit sequence only on some shows oh, okay. of the movie, maybe in America, like some early showings of it. The, the YouTube leak of of the of the sequence is pretty good. It's essentially um, a prequel, a trailer for a prequel movie called Pearl, in which she is like a lot younger, like it's in like the twenties yeah. or something. And it's like her doing her first murderings and she's like dancing all over the shop. Okay. Um, oh, so she's, then, a, she's been a dance murderer for years. Because he does mention yeah. in some of the scenes how it's like, I'm too tired to do it anymore. So yeah, it is kind of implied that he's been helping her with doing a murder for ages. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think it's um I think it's already been shot, I believe, like the whole film. I think they shot him back to back and apparently. Interesting. So. Yeah. I'd be I'd be I mean, I watch it. Um if I'm that interested in this is the franchise, I quite like this is a standalone film, but uh, yeah, yeah confirmed it. confirmed a uh a sequel as well, right? Can you do sequels? She broke her hip. She's not Anna Red's been smashed off. Anna Red's been smashed off. Don't, don't forget that. Yeah, but her hip. Um who knows? Maybe like <laughs> yeah. right. So I've got some name game if you guys are up for some. Yeah. So, the first one uh, is a film set in 1979. Uh, so, a group of young filmmakers, and they set out to make an adult film. What is it called? 
X. X. Sex. 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 Oh, there we go. You'll Sex. get this one, Ben. I'm sure you will. In 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film specifically targeting people who like to take their trousers off, colloquially known as... Kegs. 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 Oh, you say kegs. kegs. Well, I said kegs, and I thought you guys said kegs, but I would say kegs. We say kegs, but yeah, kegs. Kegs. I'd, um, I'd, adjust, I'd adjusted for the region. <laughs> In 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas, but are attacked by frigid witches and their non-sexy spells. Hex. Hex. Well done. Uh, next one. In 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas, but every shot is accidentally not pointed at the action, like it's pointed at the ceiling or the floor, uh, because the director, RJ, forgot to bring his... Specs. Specs. Well then, last one. In 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas, but but are attacked by giant mechanized Japanese fighting robots slash vehicles. Mechs. Mechs. Well done. Wow. Anyone got any you want to throw in there? Any off the top of the dome, Ben? This week. Freestyling. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. No. Uh, Oh, no. Is that, that one? Um, let's have a look. Um, uh, that, a group uh, of a group of young filmmakers <laughs> rent out um, rent out a local old couple's house to film a porno film. Um, when the bad people, when the old folks attack them, they are crushed in the chest mus- between the chest muscles of the uh, the male lead. Pex. Pex, right, saves the day. I like it. Yeah. I was going to use Pex, but uh, I, I chose Mex. <laughs> Mex is I was trying to think of something Mex. like Tex-Mex, Pex. but... No, Tex-Mex, yeah, te- oh, yeah, Tex-Mex. They all enjoy a lovely meal. <laughs> Texan and Mexican food. And Mexican fusion. Film. <laughs> they enjoy that, and then the film ends. It's a nice ending. I yeah. thought you were going to rock up with some ones that are other just single letter letter films, for example. I was a, thinking that as well. Yeah. Uh, a, a group of people hire an old folks um, barn to film an adult movie in. Have negotiations prove difficult when the old folks haven't got the hearing aids on and they can't hear what they're saying to them. Uh. I don't know. What? Deaf. A. Deaf. Deaf. A? I said deaf. I said deaf. No, it's A. That film? That version of Name Game could go on forever. What about in 1979? A group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult rural film in Texas. Uh, but the old people who own the farm look in and they look, they're confused. As they don't know why, why would anyone do such a thing? Why would anyone do such a thing? Um, just why? 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 Yeah. Uh, why? Question mark. Um, in the... There's actually uh, uh, that version of the film, Luke. Funnily enough, they um, redid it. Um, oh yeah. In, um, in 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 Mexican cinema, um, they redid it. Well, they were just asking what was happening all the time when they were looking in. Gay. 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 <laughs> Gay. <laughs> Have you? Apparently they made oh, a gosh. version of this film as well with uh, 
Judy Dench in the lead role uh, as a as a pornographic actress. They said they said it M, crossover M, with, the bon, with the Bond <laughs> with the Bond universe. It's M. It's M. They also M. did the same with Ben Whishaw. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was nowhere near as good. No. Judy Dench, utter filth. <laughs> so right. Okay. We, we need to rate the film X. <laughs> Need to rate the film. Uh, sorry, there's a cat bum in the in my way. <laughs> what a cat bum. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh uh, well, have you got a soundboard ready? <laughs> I got a soundboard. It's just Luke saying P minus. <laughs> rate good. Go with uh, or rate bad. A B sharp on this one. B plus. Oh, yeah. I actually thought it was it was excellent at times. I just feel like Ben feels. Uh, the kills were a little, like, a little bit too sudden when they did eventually come and did happen. And I also felt like it, I don't know, it felt like it didn't go far enough. Like it didn't push its conceit far enough to, for it to be, I don't know, it felt like it just could have gone a bit a bit further with it all. How about yeah. you guys? Uh, yeah, so, so I think I might just give it a straight B. I did really enjoy it. I enjoyed the aesthetic of it. I liked everybody involved, actress and actor-wise. Um, yeah, a, a really good stylish film. I just think it was missing a certain a certain ingredient. I don't quite know what it was. Doesn't have the yeah, X factor for you. Didn't have the X. Well, it, did, it had an X factor, but was it the X factor I wanted? And that's confusing. Simon Cowell would be like, you got the X factor. Oh, wow, am I through? But it's not the X factor I want. Fuck you. Um, yeah, I was missing a certain something, and when the kills started, I feel like it was a bit like by the numbers in places. But I did like the ending as well, and I would, I would definitely like to see a prequel because I think Mia Goth is is great. Yeah, the further like the, the extended adventures of Pearl, where she gets yeah. that necklace <laughs> when she's gifted a necklace. Pearl's I necklace. The, I want to see the origins of her sex drive. That's what I want to see. Like Jesus Christ. Literally everyone you interact with, you're trying to screw. Jeez, yeah. pal. It's not, it's not sustainable. Go on, Andy. Apparently it should live till 95. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to go for a B for this one uh, as well. Covered all I, the pieces. Yeah, all the pieces. No B minus there. Just a regular B from me. I think I think the characters were given more depth and personality and were more likable than we're used to seeing in this type of movie. And I really appreciated that investment in them. Mm. Um, the other areas, I think the kills were were perfectly effective. Maybe it creates a little bit of an imbalance because of where that goes in the film and how quickly some of you guys go out. Um, despite us joking about it, all the Chekhov's items, I, I, it doesn't bother me. It's fun. Like it, it's part of that viewing experience for that genre of movie. I think it's a fun way to, to enjoy it. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd see more of this. I'd certainly see more from this group. There are other people who I hope I see more in horror as a result of this as well. Um, but yeah, all in all, had a had a really good time. Cool. Lovely. Lovely Great. stuff. Uh, next week, what the hell are we doing next week? The witch, the are witch, we? yeah. We're living deliciously yeah. next week, everybody. Long time coming. I just want, do I re watch it? That's the subtitle to this film. Long time coming, <laughs> <laughs> long time coming. If you're 95, it'll take a while, <laughs> yeah. 
so the witch thing, sweet, that'd be good. And then we can then I could finally watch the lighthouse, which I've been meaning to watch for so long. Yeah. Uh so thanks for listening. Be sure to join the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout, where you can get early access episodes, bonus content, and heaps of free stuff. Um, and some merch as well. And you can join awesome patrons, Lane Spencer, John Crennan, Ben Scaife, Stephen Christopher, Toby Miller, Laura Kendrick, Scott Rigby, Ollie Child, um, Pazuzu, and two brand new patrons, Julia mm. Dilgren and Leslie Carlo. Hope I'm pronouncing your names correctly. Julia, Leslie, welcome. Oh. Thank you. Thank, Thank you to everybody. You so mu- Thank you so much and welcome to the family. Yeah. Is it a family, like a dysfunctional family? We're just kind of like three just, weird, just weird uncles, right? <laughs> well, okay, so we also had a review from Australia, a guy called Tripolar, so which is like oh. bipolar, but the next boss stage. Um, and they said, fun and informative of a good mixture of recent and older films, dipping into related areas like video games, very relaxing and easy to listen to, ideal for the drive home from work. Also, a variety of funny English accents and some beards. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Yeah, regular voices, Tripolar. Must be listening to to a different podcast you got mixed up, but yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. I think we could go Um, for a relaxed vibe around here. Yeah. Yeah, it's not stressful, is it? We don't go, right. What do you think of this one? Ah, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Too much pressure. <laughs> the, the most we've had of stress is when we had a week to watch a billion films last week. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. With our comedy accents. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. What a lovely Wonderful. time. Thanks, Thanks everybody. everybody. What a great time for all involved, especially yeah. us. Well, thanks there we go. for listening. Um, thanks to my co-host, Ben and Andy, for being right horror dudes. Thanks, Luke. Thank you, Luke. Thanks, Ben. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to Pearl. Thanks to Ty West. Thanks, thanks to, Ty. Thanks, Ty. Keep it going. Thanks to that alligator. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a performance. Drive your drive your Volkswagen Beetle with pride, Mr. Alligator. Yeah. That's what that's the prequel I want to see. I mean, alligators can live <laughs> for a long time, can't they? It'll still be around in, in a, 1918. Yeah, it'd just be much, much smaller. Like yeah, the size like of forever. a newt. The yeah. <laughs> size of a newt. He fit in the car then. Yeah. Recreate that scene where she's getting out of this, where, where Pearl is swimming. Um, yeah, she flushed, she flushed the pet newt. And then yeah. it, that's how it got into that the lake. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want. Give yeah. everyone what they want. Okay. Yeah. Alligator prequel. Get it, get it happening, Ty, please. Lake yes. Flaccid. Get it made. <laughs> lake, lake Flaccid, did you say? So the or- the origin of the alligator, the car, Pearl's murders, and how it's erectile dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction. Pele wasn't advertising penis pills on the telly then, 1979. <laughs> he was. Oh, I don't know. He's been it's, a World Cups, mate. It's, it's even earlier though. Obviously, that would have been like the, you know, the 50s at the earliest. God. There we go. There right. we go. Till next time, everybody. Nice one. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.